0: Welcome everybody to the Minimapcast. This is minimap.com.au's Weekly Games Podcast. Perhaps your favourite Weekly Games Podcast. Undoubtedly. My name is
1: Kerry... Wait, what? Undoubtedly.
0: Oh yeah, no, d- definitively. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. Uh, Me over here talking, undoubtedly, is Kerry Palmer. Who's that over there talking?
1: Who, who could it be? <laughs> I don't know. Could be Anyone. It's I, I have my doubts. It's 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 me, Jeremy. I don't usually introduce myself, so I'm. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy! Hi. <laughs> hi, Gary. What are you doing here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know, I just I just thought I'd see what MiniMap was up to this week. Yeah. How about you?
1: Yeah, not nothing much. I'm, I'm I'm doing the same. Uh, my understanding is that the they're, they're doing a podcast um, uh, this evening. <laughs> uh, that is that is the that is the word that I'm getting in. <laughs> it sources sources yeah, say yeah, yeah. I'm 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 getting I'm getting new information that they are indeed doing the intro of their podcast.
0: All oh, right. I wonder if it. I hope it's going better than whatever the
1: hell we're doing. <laughs> um, how are you, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm good. I uh I I couldn't I couldn't sort out my hair today, Jeremy. I've let it go for too long, and I need to do something about it.
1: Yeah. I'm 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 in a similar boat. I need to I need to do something to it. It's, it's getting I think unyieldly.
0: I am hours away from
1: just going to town. Yeah, just just shaving it again.
0: Yeah, just just shaving. Maybe trying to do like trying to see if I could do something like semi decent with like different lengths or a fade or whatever, and 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 let myself pot- potentially mess it up. So then I can just be like, yeah, all right, see ya. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that, that was the that was the um. That was my rule for when I bleached my hair was uh, like, oh, I'll try for a little bit. But if I don't like it, then I'll just shave it. But I did like it. So I might actually, I was thinking of bleaching it again um, sometime soon.
0: Do you remember when I sent you that photo? Which, Jeremy, earlier this week, I sent you a photo of me yes. with very long hair and you with very blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two houses ago. Uh,
1: yes, it was two houses ago.
0: Yeah. Yes and it it kind of blew my mind i was clearing out my hard drives all those uh all those wav files that i that i kept saving i'm like why is this minimap folder 150 gigabytes large
1: (laughs) yeah that that, that would have been when you were recording local audio
0: yeah yeah saving it but but it was also when i was recording yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah bloody lunatic you're saving them in wav
0: and th- then to be fair to myself, there are also video files in there from the, from the, the one right. of the times that I, um, edited those, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. um,
1: yeah. He- he's, he's, he's funny. I think I'm, I'm glad I'm at the point in my life where I'm just like, fuck it, like ruin it. Like, I don't care. I'll just get rid of it and then try again in, in a, in a month or two. My head, my hair grows quite fast.
0: Yeah, that's um, good.
1: So like if if I fuck it up, like I've I like the the thing that I that I always say is that there's there's no such thing as a bad haircut um a week later. At least for me because because right. yes. it's no, it, I that that
0: makes sense. Yeah, I like that. It
1: just grows out and and evens out a little bit and then it doesn't yeah. even look like you had a bad haircut. Um
0: I feel like I have undervalued my hair during my life. And now I'm getting to the point where it's starting to thin out a little bit at the front and I'm like oh, fuck. I should yeah. have done something with it. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> I don't want
0: it to change, but also I never did anything fun with it.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, it's over. Yeah. Um, I did have a my <laughs>
0: life is ruined.
1: I, I I did I did have a thing that I wanted to talk about just before we jump into the podcast as well. Please. Um, which was uh, so so this episode spoilers for anybody that has not read the title of the episode that you're listening to. But it's going to be a big year in review episode where we where we look back at 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 2023. And sort of just try and figure it the fuck out because we sure couldn't do that on the fly. Um, and it so was,
0: we've been building this show for two hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just ah, uh, one and a half. Yeah, and 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 the reason for that is because last night, um, well, rather, so Saturday night, I went out, um, went went to a bar with some friends, and then that turned out uh, in that turned into um, going clubbing until like three a.m. Um, which was not how I expected my night to go, but that's how it went. Oh. Um, which was which was good fun. Um, I, had a, I had a good time doing that. Um, but then Sunday, I was feeling I was feeling quite tired and, and a little bit sorry. Um, and so I just sort of like chilled out at home. Sorry, I,
0: Jeremy. Yeah,
1: like I, I I I did I did my my house cleaning for the week and and you know did the washing and stuff like that. And that was, that was all good. And then it got to about seven or eight p.m and I was like all right I'm going to order some dinner cuz it's too late for me to bother cooking cuz I've already cleaned a lot of this today so I'm just going to order some food and I'm going to pull out my laptop I'm going to do the the get all the information for today's episode on my laptop um and while I did that I like popped on a film um and I cuz uh, the 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 movie Heat from 1993 is yeah. getting a sequel quite soon um with Adam Driver hotter Hot, yeah heat too hotter um and uh so I was like oh well like I haven't seen heat in about 10 years I'll I'll pop that on while I'm uh while it's
0: I'm a heist I'm, movie right yeah yeah mm. uh Al
1: Pacino and yeah Al, Al, Al Pacino Val Kilmer um Robert De Niro, De Niro. yep yeah. um Hank Azaria's got a role in it um <laughs> uh who else Doll. Huh? Is dope. That's that's not Hank azaria Isn't it? <laughs> nope. That's Dan Castanella is the voice of Homer. Hank azaria is Mo.
0: Oh, fucking whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's enough for me. Um, <laughs> I'm happy with that.
1: <laughs> uh and like a handful of others. Um and so I popped it on for a little bit and I started to do a little bit of work and then I. Kept watching the film and I did a little bit less work and I kept watching the film and then uh that three hour film I just watched instead of doing any work. Um because let me tell you, Heat is one of the greatest fucking movies ever made. That's what people say. It is like outstanding. Like and like I knew that. I've seen it before. Yeah. But fuck is it just thrilling and gripping and exciting and you know, like and like three hours? Uh it's like two and three quarters. Um, wow, for nineteen ninety two or whatever—that's a long movie. Uh, I mean, kind of like Titanic was around then. Um, Titanic was like ninety nine, right? Uh, I look, like they had all they had long movies back then. But like, and that's a that's a that's a long movie. Oh well, yeah, no, Titanic is 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 too long. Um, but yeah. uh, like Heat is just fucking awesome, and. Like it it it's funny because like there is so much of the DNA of the Dark Knight in Heat. It is hmm. like and and so like I, I did a review for it on Letterboxd and the first thing I said was Heat ran so the Dark Knight could walk because it is like like Dark Knight looked at Heat being like, I would love to tell a Batman story like Heat but even even with characters like Batman and Two Face and the Joker and the Crime family, it doesn't reach that high of just the intense like uh group of um like uh like villains in that film and mm. and Al Pacino as the most coked out cop that you could possibly imagine. He is intense all the way through, and it's amazing because you don't see him do coke at all in that film. Um, but like, amazing, like that dude is on, like on all the way, like like and like the the because like it's it's implied, but it's not it's not explicitly stated. So some people watch the film and don't don't realize this. But the the way that I the way that I remembered that oh yeah, this guy's meant to be on coke the whole film is because. He speeds to a stop every single time he he's driving his car. Oh, like,
0: he's, he's like, phew,
1: yeah, liquid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even like he like turns into just like a little shopping strip and just parks in one of just like a, a parking spot at the side of a, a side of a, a shop and is going like 60 and slams on the brakes to get into the parking stop. And I was like, oh, oh my God, God, I forgot. He's meant to be like so on coke this whole film. It is so good. It's so Jeremy- fucking good.
0: Would you believe it if I said that I don't think I've ever seen anything with Al Pacino in it?
1: That would uh, both not surprise me and make me sad. Um, there are there are there are there's a wide world for you to for you to watch. Um, mm. I mean, like The Godfather is the obvious immediate one, um, but like Scarface, mm. um, Heat. Ah, I've obviously. seen Home
0: Alone too. That's good enough
1: huh home alone 2 what about home alone 2
0: he's watching scarface when he's in the the hotel in new york
1: oh and he goes to say hello to my little friend does he does he do that yeah oh okay because because there's there's the film in the first one which is the like keep the change you filthy animal Mm, um right and that's that's not a real movie I don't know if you if you're aware of this oh, but
0: I think I think you've told me this yeah, before.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the like yeah, the keep the change 50. That was a film that was that was a, a shot filmed for this film. I like that. Yeah, it, it, it's really funny because but what it did is over the course of the next 20 years it caused people to be like, "Oh, I know that movie," is then googling it and not being <laughs> able to find it. It's
0: like that that tweet that went viral the other week about trying to find a specific song from The
1: X-Files. Um, the X-Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was a great thread. Um uh
0: yeah. hey let's stop talking about the 90s and start talking about the 2023s. Uh, do we have
1: to? <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's it's why we're here, Jeremy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you should watch it. Uh, yeah, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. That list do be getting longer though, I tell you what. Mm. Um hey everyone. Thanks for being here. We're going to we're going to talk to you about video games now. We're going to talk to you about the past year. Not the not so much the games. Not not game of the year and all of that. Not our not our ratings. That's coming in the coming weeks. But uh no, but sort of the events, things that happened. Month by month, day by day. Not day by day, that would take too long. Um probably take too long already. But uh yeah, that's what we're doing today. If that sounds interesting to you, then hey, great, you're in the right place. Uh this that place is the Minimap cast where we go live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday. With 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in just a second. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, um, I've got bad news. That's the first time we've ever spoken about heat, and I'd be surprised if there was another. But
1: it, you know, don't rule it out. No, um, I don't think I've spoken about it on the podcast before.
0: No, no, but it's what I'm what I'm saying is I don't know if we'll do it again.
1: Ah, uh, no, I like it's not exactly on the agenda. <laughs> no. Well, maybe, Jeremy, maybe if you was it watch really it, really on the agenda. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was related at least to the, to, to the work I was attempting to do last night for this episode. Uh,
0: I see, okay, um, yep, yeah, uh, fair enough.
1: But perhaps if you if you watch it, then we can talk about it.
0: Uh, ah, yeah, I'm really busy. You know, Christmas <sighs> and this time of year. It's, oh, it's good. It's nutty, it's man. good Christmas movie.
1: It's a great Christmas film for the whole family.
0: Yeah, like Die Hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like that yeah okay. die hard's at least a christmas movie like it it feels like christmas movie mm,
0: just like iron man 3
1: yeah also also feels like a christmas movie <laughs> every, hey, sh- every shane the- black movie is a christmas movie that's just how that works
0: i know i know uh hey everyone if you like what you're hearing um uh again it's rarely about movies it's more usually about video games um But yeah, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you're listening to us. It makes a huge difference. Uh, If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, you can follow us on the social accounts, on the social medias. Uh, That's at MinimapAU for the Minimap account on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, 7.30pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. We always hang out with the chat before and after, and we'd love to see you there and during as well. Uh, We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Finally, Minimap is completely independent. Independent. I find that word harder to say every week. Independent. And funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. So if you wanted to help keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons over there. That's only $5 a month. We get you 24 hours of early access for each episode of the menu app cast as it goes live. Uh, plus extra bonus features. So head on over to patreon.com slash minimap au to help us out. And, remem- and remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. I don't know what's happening to my words. <laughs> I almost didn't say remember. That's
1: not a hard word. Oh, remember's got, it's got a, it's got a little bit of a, there's a little hurdle there.
0: Yeah, but it's common enough that like, it's, it's, it's. No, nah, but like. It's, nah, it's well-worn territory.
1: Yeah, but like. I
0: almost said it with like a W or something, remember.
1: Yeah, but like that, that's a, that's, that's a fairly easy, an easy fumble to make, I think. Remember.
0: I don't, I don't like it, Jomi.
1: <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> hmm? It's December 18th. 2023. Yeah, man. what the sure f- is what the fuck.
0: And good point, actually, Jeremy. So next week, when we would be recording this podcast, it will be literally Christmas Day. Uh, and so you can expect us to be cause...
1: live at seven pm. No.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no. Jeremy and I actually don't want to see each other on Christmas because we can't stand each other off off camera. That's so sure. So um,
1: <laughs> um <laughs> we, we we have we have fist fights all the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's actually quite a, a yeah. Mythbusters esque. Jamie and Adam Savage dynamic we've yeah, got yeah. going on here. You can't tell. Because um, we're, we're such consummate professionals, which is why I'm bringing it up now. Yeah. Um, uh, my point <laughs> is, next in seven days, when you would be hearing this show normally, uh, we you won't be. Because we won't have recorded that episode yet. Um, we may record one uh, prior that goes up at the normal time later in the week on the Wednesday. Uh, but if we do... I will probably live stream it because we always do. And we'll, we'll, we'll say that on the Twitters, but that'll either be this weekend or later next week. Yeah.
1: It'll, it'll be coming at some point before the end of the year. We just don't immediately know when yet, because as you can imagine, it's a busy time for one and all.
0: Yeah. There's something very interesting about this year. How, uh, (laughs) Alex's chat say mom and dad are getting a divorce. (laughs) i'm not getting a divorce we're just unhappily married (laughs) Um, uh, there's something interesting about how this time of year how the how the the week before how we normally record on the monday is is the exact one week before christmas so christmas is going to be next monday and 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 everything's a bit off like if it was like we were recording on like the 21st we yeah. would just record on the twenty first, release on the twenty third, do Christmas, and then come back the next week and it'd be fine. Yeah, but it's so inconveniently placed right now. <laughs>
1: but like, but also, is is everybody this year just completely and utterly fucked right now? Like every single person I've spoken like to exhausted? is dead tired, like way more than I've ever seen. Like every every person. Like that I speak to at work, I speak to outside of work, like my mom, my friends. everybody's like i I'm barely like everybody I know is saying like I'm barely making it to the end of the fucking year.
0: I know Sam's that way i'm 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 okay, but for what I need to do to get ready for Christmas, I'm not i like I, there's not enough time and or energy like.
1: Yeah, it's like something about this year I think feels particularly off in a way that is like so bad. Everybody's having not a good time. No one's having a good time right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just like getting there. It's bonkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hey,
0: 2023. Yeah. Talk about everything that happened in it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, avid listeners, you will have heard us talk about a number of these subjects as we spoke about them on our weekly podcast, the MiniMapcast, each week as the things happened. However, we're going to sort of holistically wrap it up, go through it chronologically, um, and sort of look at what this year was as a whole. Uh, Jeremy, did you have a sort of a, an idea of how much to how much to dive into each topic or just play it? case by case as we go through
1: yeah it's gonna be a case by case thing we're gonna jump around a little bit as with the nature of like 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 we've got some topics in here that are um uh have had more than one updates throughout the year so Mm. it's kind of hard to talk like to figure out when we want to talk about certain things like uh you know like game announced game release etc um but like for the most part like it'll be in like chronological order we'll Give it as much time as we need, but like the 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 episode has room to get into some of this stuff because it's like it's it's been a big year. Um, so getting through this is like it's a it's a meaty a meaty subject. Um, but you know, for example, like I, I see here, Street Fighter Six coming out. Like neither of us played that game. Um oh. or, or, or like, like I I think I played the beta, but like neither yeah. of us properly like bought it when it came out and haven't played oh. it. So like it's not going to be a thing that we're gonna like openly talk about a lot nope um but yeah so like starting off um the first new story of this year um was from january that we decided to
0: mention we should say it probably wasn't the first one
1: no but like the first like the first big game story of the year um, did you reformat this this table i made it just a little bit wider um, has that fucked up okay. your formatting? <laughs> sure has. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll undo that. I now so. can't read the dates and the titles of uh, the pages. Okay. All right. How's that? Um, uh, That's great. Thank you. January 18, uh, 2023. Uh, Google shut down Google Stadia. Um, th- this, this, like, we, we, it, they had a. They had announced that that um, that they were going to shut it down last year, but like that was the date it actually shut down. What are you singing? Like the last post,
0: like a bastardized version of. The last oh, post. okay.
1: <laughs> um, this was a thing that I think no one really liked. Stadia, yeah.
0: I think people were willing to like it like people signed on to be like oh this could be really cool i'm really excited to see what it like people bought that like founders pack
1: the tech yeah i think the tech was the thing people go like yeah like this is something um but the the pricing i think was immediately off-putting
0: yeah Um, and yeah and the execution of it like so many of the features they promised weren't available at launch and i think they only got a half of them ready by the time they binned it
1: yeah and it, Um, it never came to australia so we never got to properly try it
0: yeah, which is weird because we got the trial with Odyssey. Remember uh, that yes, yes,
1: yeah, we did get the Odyssey trial. How strange! Um, yeah, maybe because of that trial, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. This this was
0: a they'd, they'd also foreshadowed this. They'd announced this. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, like this, this, this was like waiting for the foot to drop. Yeah, this
1: Should this drop. this wasn't news. Um, like this wasn't new news, but it was it was a, like this is this is when they shut it down. Um, there are a couple things there that I think. There are lessons that were learned from this that I think is interesting, um, such as there were, there were a couple games that got made exclusively for Stadia. Yeah. Um, and those, I think for the most part, they've, they've nearly all, if not all of them, have, have since released just onto PC now.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of the studios pivoted to try and get a release somewhere else. Yeah,
1: but I want to say that some of them still had to honour their contracts of like exclusivity, which is like, that can't have been good. Um, well, some
0: of the studios were too small. Yeah, as well, even yeah, and they couldn't afford to just go back.
1: And, and I think that like Stadia is a really good lesson in the dangers of that all digital future. That like that that uh, the the lack of ownership. Um, you know, Google like they they at least, and this is a thing that they realistically didn't have to do, but decided to just for PR reasons. Um, they refunded everybody um the software and the hardware they they refunded at They're least re- they refunded the game purchases
0: right i don't know about the hardware i don't think they refunded controllers
1: right i want to say that there was maybe they refunded founder's packs or something because there was there was something that they refunded that wasn't just software i don't think th- i don't think they refunded the monthly cost but i think mm-hmm. that they refunded some of the controller purchases if you purchased directly from them during a specific window or something and they um,
0: they updated them to make them more universally useful. So yes. they weren't just complete paperweights. So you could use them as a Bluetooth controller. Yeah. Or other devices.
1: Um, yeah. I think like the lessons were like, they didn't like, they could have not done that. Um, and then everybody would have been out that money. Um, mm. And mm-hmm. potentially you like those people who are making those games. Um, couldn't pivot. And suddenly, because the the like and like at that point, that's when the house of cards just falls right like which is a a warning for I think a lot of these types of um non ownership styles of of uh s- service um it's it's very easy for those to just disappear overnight um yeah. there was a thing semi recently which 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 reminded me of stadia which was um Warner Brothers removing... Uh, I remember if the Watchmen series, didn't they? Uh, I mean, there's that, but like... like they, They've been taking stuff off their streaming service all the time, but like they... like, I can't remember if it was... I think it was Warner Brothers have stopped people who bought their movies and TV shows on the PlayStation store from being able to access them. And there is no refunds happening there. That's right. I did hear that. And so if you bought, you know, the Suicide Squad on yep. on 4K you know digital on the PlayStation store you not only can't buy it anymore you can't watch it or download it anymore you just lost access to that so whatever yep. money you spent on that you just don't get anymore
0: and um, that th- that's the like horror situation of DRM that yes. like anti DRM advocates have been uh Warning. so concerned about yeah yeah like it's it's one of the it's one of the most notable first times of them revoking licenses and how the problem is when you buy these things, you're not buying a copy of the game. No. You're buying a license. And yeah. realistically, a lot of time it doesn't happen. Even if it's delisted, you still have access to it. But a lot of the times, what happens is you just get the license, and there is the possibility for the publisher or the rights holder to revoke that license at any time.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what happened with PT, right? Like the like you yeah. can't. You you had that on your console. Um, but if you deleted it, you couldn't re-download it, um, and you certainly couldn't download it if you hadn't bought it. Or, uh, yeah, like, and there were no
0: discs know. of that.
1: No, like and like you know, like it, it didn't cost anyone any money, but um, that like has, is now just considered lost media, um, yeah. or at least rare media. I'm not sure.
0: Well, yeah, the only way to transfer it between to 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 to, to like purchase it is to buy a PlayStation 4, kind- which is fucking ridiculous.
1: Or if you're Lance McDonald.
0: Oh yeah. Or, or you hack it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's probably, there's probably a PT ROM somewhere. Yeah. But like, we're, we're so far away from PS4 emulation. Yeah, like, yeah like, we are. <laughs> we'll see that in 10 years and we'll be like, oh, finally. Yeah. Anyway.
1: um, But yeah, goodbye Stadia. I don't think we'll ever talk about Stadia again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is weird because it was, like, it was on the box for a lot of games, right? It was, like, yeah. part of the, like, you know, release date, splash screen, all the platforms it's sitting on. Like, I remember it's seeing it there, being like, that's weird.
0: The thing I remember Stadia the most for is in their announcement presentation, they revealed, they announced, Baldur's Gate 3. What? And that was the trailer of... um. The person in the streets becoming what are they called? A uh, uh chrysalid. What are they what do they call uh,
1: the, the 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 yeah, the the alien. The mind brain. Flayer. Yeah, Mind Flayer.
0: Um and you see the like you hear the bones shattering and the and you see the silhouette of the person morphing as as the as the the octopus sprouts out of them. It was uh, I, I remember watching it and I'm like, fuck, this is a gruesome trailer. Yeah, right. And then they went into it. It was like, Baldur's Gate 3, Valerian, the people with the Original Sins, coming to early access. I'm like, oh, fascinating. I know that name. And I remember people went off on it. But every time I saw Baldur's Gate, every, literally every time until basically this year when it sort of redefined what it was as its own standalone thing, I thought, oh, that's that game that they announced on Stadia.
1: Yeah, right. I'm not sure if that was, I want to say it was announced before that, though.
0: I sincerely disagree. Right. I really think it was, it was revealed. Like that was part of their coming out party was, Hey, this is going to be on stadia. What is it? You don't know. We're going to show you here. It is. And then they had Larry being like, Oh, it's so helpful. Cause we can develop it like this and blah, 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 blah. You know?
1: Yeah. Right. Um, the, the, the stadium memory I have was, um, Phil, Phil Harrison. Is that his name? Um, he, oh, that
0: yeah
1: that exec yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. he used to run microsoft and has run ea in the past and he sort of has just done the rounds um uh yeah phil harrison yeah um and i remember just looking at him going like like man you're like old games exec like like you're you're of a of a breed that basically doesn't exist anymore
0: yeah, like Don Matrick.
1: Yeah, like yeah, him, Don Matrick, and the um the guy that used to the English guy that used to run EA and is now head of like. He's got Met- the
0: Halo Two tattoo. Huh. He's got the Halo Two tattoo.
1: What did did old mate get a Halo Two tattoo?
0: The guy who announced it was like, "Here's the date," and he fucking showed off his bicep.
1: Oh my god, Remember that's that? that's so funny. Um, I'm pretty sure
0: he went on to. He, I'm pretty sure that's the guy we're talking about. The,
1: the guy that went on to work for Man. who used to run. He now runs Manchester United or something.
0: Yeah. 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 Right. That's that's funny. Release um, date tattoo. Uh, Peter Moore.
1: Peter Moore. Yeah. Wow. He's
0: got a Halo yeah. two tattoo. Is that is that a real tattoo? That was how they announced the release date of uh, that game. He showed it on his arm as a tattoo.
1: Oh, I I I wonder if that's real. It is. <laughs> I know, but I wonder if he still got it. Like, I wonder if he's got it removed. That's so funny. Um Yeah, like like it it's yeah, just Phil Harrison is is of that breed. I remember looking at that going like he's like that there's like there's some weight behind that guy, but it's also not weight that anybody is like really excited to see. Because he's just not a he's not one of those execs that like left companies and everyone's like, oh, he was a legend at XYZ. He was just kind of a he was a suit. Yeah. He was a suit. Um, up next, uh, Hi-Fi Rush was shadow dropped, um, on January 25th, 2023. So cool. You want to, you want to talk to Hi-Fi Rush? You like the game more than uh, I, so you want to, you want to, you want to talk to that?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I only played it for three or four hours. I really like the concept. Um, I'm not a huge fighting action game guy though. Like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, like that, that, that's never been my style. And that's, that's what this game is at heart with a rhythm overlay. Um, I I love seeing such a a beautiful meshing of of rhythm gameplay though with another genre the way they did and it, I love the tone I love the execution even if I didn't vibe with it personally um, and I love it, it it feels just like a like an industry success story you know to come out of nowhere from a game that's known for making horror games for the last generation and they come out with this little darling cute cartoony rhythm action game out of nowhere that like so many people enjoy i and 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 it shadow dropped we hadn't heard about it and it was just out that was so fun and it was great to see it get recognition coming into the end of year this year that people didn't forget about it by the time we came around to december nearly a full 12 months later 11 months almost um yeah hi-fi rush is great
1: yeah, and it, it, it had a it had a positive splash at the time, which is good and like it was, you know, colourful and vibrant. Um and And it was a win for Xbox. Yeah. 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 First in a hot minute.
0: You remember how dry the end of twenty twenty two was for them? Yeah. Fucking
1: hell. <laughs> yeah. Um I've I've just looked it up. Uh Peter Moore celebrated uh the twentieth anniversary of his tattoo um about a month ago uh yeah, s- wow. saying uh it was 20 years ago this evening the halo ink was still damp and the arm was still sore but we had xbox changed blockbuster gaming marketing forever <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> it's pretty funny um uh yeah it's like i think i don't know what like i don't know if they'll do another hi-fi rush i think there's room for it um
0: definitely room for
1: it i think that like there's I think that like we spoke about this I think at the time um when it came out but like it mm-hmm. felt like a good it felt like a good game pass thing right it was like barrier to entry was just like have the sub um you'll have a good time probably at least for like a couple hours and if you dig mm-hmm. it then you'll play through the whole thing mm-hmm. um but it was yeah it was it was engaging and enjoyable and pretty easy to pick up um and it High wasn't Fire too Rush long was
0: the game that made me realize that I was Working with an audio delay on my computer, (laughs) which as a video editor is very important to realize. So thank you, HiFi Rush.
1: (laughs) Its legacy (laughs) lives on. Um,
0: I could do cloned hero and whatever, and that it still didn't nail into my head that I was dealing with like a two hundred millisecond lag on my audio. I I
1: I discovered that the other day when I played the Fortnite harmonics thing. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, I've got a delay on my on my av receiver yeah um two days after hi-fi rush D- dead space remake came out um now i i didn't i didn't get a chance to to really play this um did,
0: I, I didn't even bother to pretend to even try to get to it
1: i really wanted to i quite like yeah. Dead space and i think it's a really cool franchise um but i just didn't
0: um, i didn't might try and get into this when it's cheap or is it on game pass yet maybe it is, like it is, I it, might, is, I'm,
1: it is on game pass
0: i might i might duck into that one time. Because I, 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 I one time tried to get into Dead Space because they gave the trilogy away on Origin. I, 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 I don't even know when. So long ago. um, But Dead Space 1 is up there with Dark Souls 1 for terrible PC ports. Yeah, it's right. really bad. I, I wasn't aware of that. It's also just old. Like, it's, like it's old enough that the, that's why the PC port is so bad because it was like 2007, back when they didn't know... That, like they started making more PC ports, but no one knew how to do it properly.
1: And and it was still early into the 360 and PS3 era that they were probably still learning how to make PS fucking three games.
0: Exactly. Like I don't. I think that game doesn't run at 1080p.
1: Right. Right.
0: So it's like boy, <laughs> very unappealing.
1: Yeah. But like but that yeah, remake looked great. Too. Like visually, yeah. it l- looked really awesome.
0: I remember talking to uh, Drew from. Uh, House, of, Mario. House of Mario,
1: House of Nintendo, House always, of Mario. I always,
0: I always, House of Mario. I always mix that up. Um, sorry, Drew. But he was he was when we were talking at Pax, he was talking about how much that game scared the pants off of him. Even, like he he really wanted to play it, but it, <laughs> he really struggled.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then oh, only a week and a little bit later, um, the the Metroid Prime remastered released. Um, and
0: Shadow you- Drop, another Shadow Drop.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Sh- yeah. Shadow dropped officially. Rumored for years. <laughs> rumored for years and years. Yeah. Apparently had been finished for well over a year. Just sitting in the just, tank. Just sitting there, just ready, waiting for them to pull that trigger. Um, uh, it's a good remake. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good remake. Jeremy, this, I think this game's
0: going to be on my top five for the year. Yeah, wow. Which is weird. We need to point out that it's weird because actually it's just a game from 2002. Let's let's just say it because sure. it is. Yeah. However, it's one of my most it's one one of the gaming experiences from this year that I remember the most right. that that made the that that left the 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 strongest mark for me this year. Um, like I worked on that game, I 100 of that game twice in like a month. Yeah, and. Don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, right. and that's a huge, huge, huge uh, f- uh, mark in its favour. Yeah. Um, that game's got style and tone oozing out of every every plant and space pirate and ancient facility and Metroid tentacle. Well, uh, not tentacle. What are they called? Um, fangs. Yeah. Um, but I think for me. What I was wowed by at the time and what I, I'm wowed by now, I think it's the best looking game on the Switch.
1: Uh, I I think I disagree because at the very least of Mario Wonder.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah, no, that's um, that's fair enough.
1: I, I also think Mario Odyssey looks looks good mostly. Um, it's maybe not as consistently good everywhere like, um, Metroid but yeah
0: and and um, to be fair to other games on the switch like Metroid Prime Remastered is working is a game that was working within the confines of Metroid Prime on GameCube sure. that's why it can run so well because it's got so many so many loading zones so that it can all fit onto one mini
1: disc yeah it's it's like, it's a it's a much simpler structure of a game
0: exactly it's not like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 or yeah. um even Breath of the Wild, and Tears of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, like totally most gigantic open world games.
1: Yeah. or or even like the Kirby games, right? Like the like yeah. which, which also look good, but like it's yeah, but it's it's working. They, they make
0: in a, the most of what they can.
1: It's working in a very efficient structure, um,
0: while also trying to make something modern.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like I, 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 like <laughs> I remember like when when we talk about playing this game, um, or rather when I when I streamed that final. Time I played that uh, uh, Metroid Prime remastered, and i remember thinking like I, I think I do overall like that game. I think I think I have I've come further around on it now that I've had time away from. Uh, it's the
0: lackluster final fifth of that game. Yeah,
1: like it, it's weak final act. I think. Um, yeah. uh, but like, I'll play the second one, and I'll like I'll give the third one a go, even though I, I'm, I'm not assuming to to like that one as much. Um, yeah, but it 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 really made me go like this is like this is the like this is the M rated Alien game that 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 I'm never gonna get. Um, yeah, which is which is cool,
0: and I'm glad that and it's a Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the thing; it's got that Nintendo flair um, attached to it, mm. and we still don't know where Metroid Prime Four is.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. Your but idea. boy, I don't care what they what which what, whatever comes next, I'm excited for it. For it it'll Legend
1: be, series. it'll be two, like they'll, they'll, yeah, they I know, they'll do two, three, then four, surely, right? Or not, maybe, or maybe they just won't do that, like how they never brought out fucking Super Mario Galaxy 2 on this Switch.
0: I mean, they never promised that,
1: no, I know, but like <laughs> it was kind of expected.
0: Oh, I I never expected it. I'm like, oh, you didn't bring it out now, and this is time release, like time sensitive release. I, I, I don't know. I don't think we're ever getting
1: Galaxy Two. Oh, that's so fucking strange. It's really weird. At the end of February, February 22nd, um, the PlayStation VR Two released. The, the the only the only major piece of the only piece of hardware from the major develop from the major parties this year.
0: Excuse me, you're clearly forgetting about the PlayStation 5 Slim and the PlayStation Portal. Well, one of those and is... And the an PlayStation e- uh, Earbuds, whatever they called those.
1: Okay, Earbuds is not a major piece of hardware. And one of the other two that you mentioned is also not available here until next year. Did the
0: DualSense Edge come out? I think that was February this year, wasn't it?
1: I think uh, it was around my birthday. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was. They released their biggest piece of hardware this year. Yeah. Um, and a platform. Yeah, well, a promise of a platform. It hasn't done very well. No. Um, and I am. I, 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 I'm saddened. PSVR two it. it's such a it's such a basket case, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm saddened by it. It's because it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 far too much fucking money. It's so expensive. Yes. It's so expensive it's also, because you need the PlayStation Five. Like that's the thing. It's not like a. It's yes. not a like PC VR because it's not like that. It's it's its own thing,
0: and that's the thing, right? Because they aim to do something different and better than their last generation. Right, their yeah. last generation was great because it was an, a great entry step into VR when it released. Totally, most people at that point in time had a PS4, yeah, and so uh and PS4s launched at a cheaper price and yep. had come down in price by then. Yeah. And then the headset itself launched at a cheaper price.
1: Yeah.
0: Some people could have already had the accessories like the camera and the wands, so yep. that that brought the price down for some people and then honestly, the wands and the camera you could buy them later or if you wanted them at the time, not that much extra. Still yeah, probably 600 bucks total for the headset, wands and camera at launch. It,
1: it was a it was a um there, there was a little bit of uh not not shrewd. What's the word when it's like there's there's a little bit of like a frugality to it that was kind of yeah, a, kind of thrifty. It was a little bit appreciated because yeah, because those those old controllers from the PS3 worked. And, you know, that I'm not saying that they should have done that again, but it, it helped. It really helped that there was already like an an aftermarket for for its its uh mostly optional controllers. Yeah, totally.
0: This one comes out on a console that has was sort price increase this year. It didn't come down in price, it went up in price. Yes. From an already increased COVID price. Yeah. Uh, and then it somehow cost even more. Yes. On and you needed both of them. So in Australia you have to put down more than $1600 for this. Yeah. Which is a lot. However, I mean. it also looks like they're providing one of the best VR experiences that you can have for that kind of money. yeah. so actually, what they're offering isn't bad. however, it's it's so at odds with what they established with their first generation and what the console market is all about with sort of accessibility, ease of use, easy to get into, like,
1: and, oh, man! And and it's also like like you know if you spend six hundred sixteen hundred dollars on VR on the PC, you won't get that immediate same all in one experience. But what you will get is, uh, like, like the option to to do like you know play games on Steam and stuff. And so you get lower price point for the software. You get a, like you know, ten years of backlog of VR games that have already been on there. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: you get mod mod ability
1: yeah you you get a lot more freedom with your toy um that you just you just can't get in a in a console experience
0: um that's that's the other thing we didn't mention either is that this is psvr 2 however it is not at all backwards compatible with one and that's again because of how thrifty the first one was and it was built on old hardware and to bring out a a new generation they did really need to move away from what their past was but It means that everyone had to leave their their software library behind. So yeah. even the diehards who bought in, they're left with a a, a platform that had no games to. You, there was nothing to do on it.
1: Yeah, I I remember one of the things that like when this when when the, when it came out, I remember thinking because they launched it really close to their revamp of PlayStation Plus. Um, and i remember thinking i can't believe or it was it was it was kind of close to that that was
0: that was 8 to 10 months prior was it? like like when it when it dropped or when it was announced i well, remember we got it late compared to the rest of the world and we got it halfway through last year
1: right that was those was like i remember thinking why are there no ps plus games on their now more expanded playstation so why are there no PlayStation yeah. VR games on their now more expanded PlayStation Plus service. Like um, for
0: the very few that did go back for the development time to modernize to like be like, hey, you've you've bought this originally, we've we've ported it so that you can play it on your new system. Yeah,
1: or, or even like, hey, you would bought our new system. Like the the top five most exciting PSVR games are available on even the most expensive of our of our PlayStation Plus offerings. They yeah, weren't. a free month. They weren't even there.
0: No, they're too stingy for that.
1: It's it it's 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 like really cool hardware that's unfortunately locked behind a lot of uh confusing decisions.
0: Yeah. And which, and it's ultimately quite inaccessible. Yeah, We were talking earlier um while we were setting up the show about um Resident Evil 4, which we'll get to in a minute. Um yeah. it's li- literally the next thing Yeah, yeah. Now, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, we could we could dovetail into it, but yeah. they just came out with their VR mode on PSVR two, and people are saying it's one of the best VR experiences you can have, like in a from a fidelity sense, because yeah. you've got the resolution in the in the headset itself, you've got the the haptics in the headset and the controller, you've got the eye tracking, it makes use of all of that, and the only thing that really holds it back is just that it's a mode on a game that wasn't really designed around VR, and even then that's just like a like a like one mark deducted, you know, like one point off, and the rest of it's amazing. Yeah. Um, like, and and looking at something like that makes me go, oh, maybe. I, like, I literally had the thought of, like, oh, maybe I should look into this, but it's taken all year for a mode of a remake of a game that came out nearly twenty years ago. Kind, kinda, like, like kind, kinda, I, kinda. I, what I mean is like. Call of the Mountain wasn't it. No, it was and, an another shooting
1: gallery. <laughs> How exciting.
0: Uh, and a climbing game. Yeah. But um. Like... And, but the other one that I think was really, that really could have done good things for it was the new Firewall. What was it? Firewall Ultra. Um, yeah. And apparently that was really confusingly designed. It really did not bring forward the, uh, the strengths of the original game, which people applauded like people love that first game on the first system and i was really looking forward to okay maybe this is going to be one of the most definitive things you can get like best experience best hardware blah 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 blah. and it was just like
1: meh where's astrobot like yeah like what are we doing like here even just port the old one port the old one port the port the old one and the one that came with the original one that, put, a, put a VR mode of playroom in there. Yeah, yeah. Allow me to just do the same speedrunning levels that I used to play just in fucking yeah. VR. It doesn't make, doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no, any it's, sense.
0: It's baffling. And yeah. and this stumble at the gates is going to be very, very hard to shake off, I think, because it's going to require a hell of a lot of investment yeah. for it to write itself. And I honestly don't see PlayStation doing it.
1: They would have if to, they do,
0: then great, but like
1: they'd have to cut the price. Dramatically, and and this is even me. Someone who like who bought into PSVR one on launch. Yeah, I have had a MetaQuest one, which I then sold on to you, and I bought a MetaQuest it's two. Right here. Yeah, there it is. Like I work at a VR company. I'm in VR every other day at my job. Um, which I'm is, in VR right now. Yeah. We
0: did a we did a we did a a, a VR episode we, of we, the
1: show. We did an episode of the show where we were in VR for the entirety of it. Um, uh, or half of it, like it's like I I am primed to be here for. I was even excited for this. Yeah, I just couldn't cop the price. It was just too much money.
0: Yep, such for a, shame. a headset that you'll get some fun out of, and then we'll sit there. Yeah, I like this 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 quest that I've got. Your yep. old quest. I I like that I've got it. I love the Beat Saber. I've been able to play on it, but like VR just ain't what I want to do with hundred percent of my time, or even yeah. half of my time, or even a quarter of my time. Yeah. It's too hot and heavy and needs charging and there's too many cables and batteries. Like it's just too much of a hassle.
1: Yeah. And like it's never been easier. Um but it's yeah. it's still it's not it's not a flawless experience yet. Um the closest you can get to a flawless experience is get like like getting the MetaQuest three, um, which is really comfortable. Um mm. but then then replacing the strap on it um, and uh, opting for a battery pack as well. Um,
0: And like at that point, we're like,
1: yeah, like it it, it, it does, it does add up. Um, Having tried all of that at once, it's a pretty, it's a pretty beautiful way to do it. Um, But it's like, you got to have the, the time and, and money and desire to do that, which is, like that's not a that's not a general audience kind of person. That's a that's no. a that's definitely well into the enthusiast um realm.
0: Absolutely. And it's hard for VR to stay out of that realm. Yeah, I suppose. Quest and PSVR one were the ones that did, but yeah. I and mean, that's probably um, gonna be our sort of VR wrap up because this was the most interesting thing to happen in VR the
1: whole year i can i mean like like i mean like the MetaQuest 3 came out like it's good like i've tried it but i like it's it's another MetaQuest. um yeah a lot of the interesting stuff is is not immediately re- relevant to like what we're doing but more like yeah
0: it's like the ar integration right is way better and- yeah
1: some so like they've got like full color pass through now which is which is yeah. nuts and, and really exciting and like i've done the like projector keyboard onto like a onto a table thing and then type and it's it's pretty good yeah um, cool what I what I want to try the only thing that I haven't tried in modern VR is getting um, lens replacements for the inside of the headsets um, because they're not that expensive and it allows me to wear a VR helmet without putting on my glasses.
0: Oh um, my god, I need I need that because if, like I got new glasses what like maybe a year or two ago and within like two or three weeks I'm like why are they scratched? Yeah, yeah. how did I scratch these? And then I put my headset on the next time I'm like. Fuck.
1: Yeah. So, so modern, (laughs) modern, shit. Um, uh, modern VR headsets have a way to, to order like lenses for prescription lenses. Yeah. Yeah. For your eyes. Um, and then, uh, they just unscrew and you just screw them in. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um,
0: whatever head, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting another headset until I can do that. I like immediately scratching these very expensive. Things I use. literally every second of every day was the Quest, a big knock against it.
1: The MetaQuest Three and the PSVR Two, I think, have that option available to you um, to screw in things, to, attachments, to, to, to purchase lenses f- to replace your glasses. I think that was one of the big things um, that they both did. I'll, I'll have to double check PSVR Two, but like the MetaQuest Three does it. Um, That's and, exciting, and and some of the new the new Vibes do as well. Are they still making?
0: They still making headsets? HTC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on
1: they've got the, the Vive Focus 3 is is their the flagship one, but they, they brought out a Vive Pro, I think, this year. Um and I tried it and it was not very good. Um <laughs> it was it was it was quite thin. Why are um, they so hit and miss? They're really uneven. They're a really uneven company when it comes to headsets. When they wow,
0: hit, it turns out they were a really uneven company when it came to phones before that too. Yeah,
1: right. But like when they hit they're great, but when they don't, yeah. like you just wait. You just wait.
0: what's 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 this hang on i'm on the website get power with the save big on full body xr with the new vive xr elite plus vive ultimate tracker bundle
1: those are awesome um it's a it's like only twenty seven hundred dollars yeah that that they're they're a lot of money they're really good these
0: are these are fucking ankle and wrist trackers as well right okay yeah yeah Yeah,
1: it's it's full body tracking at that point yeah that's cool um bloody hell (laughs) speaking of enthusiasts i am an enthusiast of our next game uh resident evil 4 remake hell yeah this game fucking rules this game fucking rules i can't believe how good this game was
0: (laughs) i I, I can't believe how good the remake is you know like uh uh-huh well that's not that's not fair because looking back at resident evil's remakes the last generation they've been they've been really good
1: yeah yeah, two, um, two and four especially are like tremendous. One is good, and three is all right. Like they're like they're, they're having a they're on a winning they're on a winning streak. The Resident Evil franchise, realistically, it has been on a winning streak for since seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. can't wait for them to do five. They're not going to do five. <laughs> they spoke about it recently. I think.
1: Yeah, but I think they I think whatever came out recently was that they're not planning on a, jumping immediately into five. Right, right, which right. is good.
0: But I think they also specifically said they're not ruling it out either.
1: Yeah, they should.
0: I thought they would. They should. Yeah. Rule. That game is very bad. Yes. very racist. Um, Resident Evil Four is so fucking fun. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're probably going to end up talking about it more next week. But I think we'll uh, surprisingly lengthy, but doesn't really overstay its welcome. Yeah. through all of that, it's campy. It's like it's like doofy anime action at times, like lots of like huh and what the and and like action rolls and and flicking of the hair and slow-mo when someone swings past the camera like it's so over the top and it works all the time and it
1: knows how much fun it's having yeah It, it is it is such a it knows
0: how much fun you're having yeah
1: yeah yeah um I like the gunplay is really good, like the the exploration is really good. It's just like it's just a fucking banger.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really, really is. I know people who played the original, like there are some people who really loved it, but some people who really didn't. Um I didn't play the original, and I just love it anyway. So yeah. there.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um We'll talk about that game more um next week. Um after this, um, on March twenty seventh, um, was the closure of the Nintendo eShop for the Wii U and the Nintendo three DS.
0: Uh, where, but also like, like in like a oh no, that's that's a shame. But also like, uh, I mean, it's a whole preservation issue. Like
1: it is. There's it's a practicality
0: of like who is on here anymore. Kind of a feeling. But then there's the the reality of. Oh, this is going to make a lot of games much harder to get, and a lot of games that are only ever released online are going to be gone for good in terms of official purchasing methods. And
1: for a studio that is notably anti, like anti emulation, they're really hard on on piracy. They are like extraordinarily harsh um, when it comes to like cease and desists. Um, Was it this year that they? They ruined ruin the, that guy's the, life.
0: That person's name who was Bowser something.
1: I don't remember if it was this year or if it was late last year.
0: Um, it was April. Hacker Gary Bowser is in debt to Nintendo for the rest of his life. Yeah. Nintendo will take 25 to, 25% to twenty-five to 30% of his income for the remainder of his days. That's a headline from Kirk McKeon from videogames.si.com. Whatever, oh, right. whatever the hell that is.
1: They, um, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs>
0: That is no. That's that's criminal. Except it was actually done through the legal system. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that feels so awful. Like that's like a that's like,
0: it's like an objectively wrong thing to do. Like a morally horrendous thing to do.
1: It's like indentured servitude. Like it's like suddenly like this person owes like is like one quarter of this person's earnings for the rest of their life will be paid to Nintendo. That has got a weird like slavery-esque feeling to it of like whatever you make we will take kind yep. of it it is gross as fuck it's uh-huh. really gross uh-huh um so yeah th- like this and um the shop closing down like like the shop like and I understand the uh, like I I also do understand the argument of like you know they can't support everything forever I get that but this wasn't like, oh, we just don't want to support it anymore. Like, no, this was like, this is entirely financial, no matter who cares. And they will still bring out patches on their old hardware at times to circumvent piracy. Like, they will still do that because they, they care about punishment more than they care about actually like supporting their product. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was when that happened. And then a couple of days later, uh, E3 2023 was canceled. Um, the, the two months before the event. Two months before the event, we and this was, um, there was a weird thing happening in the E3s prior, which also didn't happen because there was E3 online, but then there was the one after that. That well, something like one of them happened, one of them didn't, and the last one that was meant, yeah. the last one that was meant to happen, I think in twenty twenty, just before then, like the company that was like in charge of all of their booths, like. They had some falling out with the ESA, and that was when Keeley span off and did his own thing.
0: That was 2019, because 2020 was COVID, remember? It just wasn't happening.
1: No, there was, there was in between COVID cancelling it and the previous mm. E3, some stuff mm. was coming out that made the cancellation of the E3 2020 f- almost feel like a godsend to the ESA.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's right. Yeah, because and then they brought in Pop, and yes. then... I don't know if they did a proper event with Reed Pop. No, I think they, they let Reed go before cancelling. Or maybe this was when they they cancelled this year's E3. They were like, "We're not working with Reed Pop, so we can't run this year." I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember, but
1: yeah, yeah. There was it was a weird. There was a lot going on, and it was clearly not coming together. And it hadn't been coming together for a long time. Um, this was the I want to say 6th time we
0: saw E3 is dead over the last 5 years.
1: And and this was the this was the time they canceled it without saying that they were going to come back next year. Mm. This was because every other time they had said we'll be back next year but like we're we're canceling this one we'll bring it back next year. This was the only time they didn't do that. And yeah, then they said
0: something like we look forward to, to talking it. with our customers yeah. and, or like or, returning or, to the LA like, convention center,
1: like in, yeah. in June of next. Yeah. But, um, this time they didn't do that. And then earlier this week, they haven't announced that E3 will not be returning. It is now officially dead. Like literally dead. Like yeah. now is actually when it's dead. Now yes. you can get the
0: gravestone photos out. Yeah. It is dead as a doornail. It yeah. is over.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit, Which is wild. It is, <laughs> it is wild. And I think it's sad. Um, yeah. Only because I never got to go, and you know, yeah, for, for every everybody in games media has got that want, like they would love to go once. Absolutely. Um, uh, Andy McNamara, who works at EA now, I think, but he used to be the EIC for Game Informer. Mm. He tweeted the other day that like I can now change my resume to went to every single E3 as opposed to Whoa. went to every E3 so far. Um, wow. Yeah, I th- like I, I, a handful. Of, like uh, Jeff Gertzman was the same, and I think I think Patrick Klepek was the same as well, which is bonkers. Because um, he was a, what a weird guy. Because he was a, he was a kid when he went. He was a child. Because <laughs> he used to work when game... he
0: started working the the show floor.
1: No, No, before that, because he he worked at GameStop, and you could get in with a GameStop like oh, employee thing. Yeah, wow. yeah, right. Um, cause that was when it was a trade
0: show. And so you... we were coming up in the nineties and we could just like right? bug people who we met at a convention Well, we would be coming up in Australia. But even then there was an industry here at that point.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, AAA industry. E3 is dead. It's sad. And yep. I think we'll have more to say about this at some point in the future, but I think the replacement that we have with the Keely shows, I think is a worse future. Than even, I think the worst of E3. I think is not is not worse than what we have now in a weird roundabout way.
0: Well, the thing is, there's no incentive to run it like it used to be run. No, none, and in not fact, even for some summer, summer game Fest
1: In fact, there's incentive to
0: explicitly not run it like how it used to be run. <laughs> Exactly, like the thing of bringing everyone all together because this is when all the execs are in the right place so this is when they could all be in the meeting so this is when we all have to have our press conferences and they can't overlap so they've all got to be scheduled we all got to like sync it up and it meant we had three days of back-to-back-to-back conferences from Ubisoft and EA and Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony in person, Miyamoto's there like we see Uncharted 2 for the first time Ridge Racer like that that slew of conference followed by the show floor immediately in the, in the preceding days. That is E3. We haven't had that in years. And, and the shambling corpse of what has been trying to uh, carry on since then has been quite disappointing in the meantime. And like everyone sort of having some conference in that time is, is cool. Like, like, we get some, it's, but now it's like a two month thing. It happens across like half of May into half of July. And,
1: and it's just, and even then you'll miss some.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and also everyone else jumps on the bandwagon who's trying to get in because the barrier to entry is so low. So you've got like wholesome games direct now. Not to say they're bad, but like there is now even more noise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like PC gaming show is always hanging around and like, there's, you know, day of the devs and like, there's Mm -hmm. other, like the smaller satellite ones that happen nearby. EA play would usually just have like some in-person event, even without a show. Um, They didn't even
0: do a show this year.
1: No, no, they didn't have anything to fucking show.
0: (laughs) No. So like, it's really, E3 is just never going to be what we have. I'm glad there's something in June. Um, but it's the same problem of the Game Awards, right, where it's independently run, so it needs to be something where, like, Sony probably doesn't want to support uh, the Summer Game Fest or, the, or whatever they call Judges Week these days, Play Days, um, I think. Like, they, they, they're not going to want to support it in case Xbox gets in there and wants to show off their new Halo game and it's, like, the, the place to play it, you know? they Sony doesn't want to encourage that or give a platform to that or fund that. Yeah, So they're probably just not going to play ball with Summer Game Fest ever.
1: Oh, like, they're, they're not... They they showed The Last of Us Part 1 there. They, they show stuff. They, they showed the, yeah, sp- the like, Spider-Man I mean release like, date.
0: It's not the same as it being shown and then it being playable.
1: No, no. And, like, I think part of it is also because, like, the timings just didn't work out. Um, but... Like it's also not nearly as physical as as it used yes. to be, um, which is which is a big a big difference. But like it also doesn't feel, uh, because like there's no such thing as the spirit of it. But like it doesn't feel like it has the same goals, um, anymore. It is mm. it is it is not just about uh getting the game in front of people to do coverage. It is about selling pre-orders and uh getting you to order lunch with DoorDash um is is what it feels like the point of it now. Mm-hmm. And getting the rock to tell you about the the the, oh, the, the hierarchy in the DC universe is about to change. Um <laughs> yeah until you hear about James Gunn. <laughs> um so yeah, it's, it's definitely got different priorities, but like, again, it's like, yeah, same with the game awards. I think that the priorities of, of, of the Keeleys are noticeably worse. Yeah. Um. And self-serving. So I will, I will miss E3. We should do a, e- we, we, should, we haven't done an E3, remember E3 in a while. We should do one of those soon.
0: Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into our next thing, Jeremy, I reckon we should throw it to a break. Right. Um, we're, 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 we're lingering on these, so I reckon we'll, we'll jump back to something a bit more quick fire, but we'll, we'll, we'll hit the heavy topics. So stick around, everyone. We'll be right back. I thought I heard the music, but I didn't yet. Here it comes. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to the Mid-Map cast. Do you
1: say... Lasso or Lasso. Uh I, I've been saying it wrong. Is 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 what I've been saying. I it, knew
0: it was I knew the right way to say it, but I forgot in the past. And we're pretty sure it's almost entirely because of Ted Lasso.
1: Yes, um, yeah. We think that that that, that uh that show has, has overwritten the word lasso. Yep. Um in just-
0: And honestly, I'm not mad about it. If it's meant to be said lasso and there's only one O. You can you can get the hell out of here with that shit. That's <laughs> nonsense. That makes no sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely confusing. Um, I think it's I think it's better um, than Lasso, but I think that's only because like Lassu feels silly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels feels a little like trying hard.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: All right, Jeremy. Let's uh let's let's pick up the pace a little bit here. Yeah. But
1: uh, what what's next on our list? So next up was Dredge. Um, that was March 30 of this year, 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a really cool game. Uh, Dredge is a really cool game. There's DLC that came out later this year, um, which I, they also came out with a Dave, the diver crossover, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've done a couple of post-release little additional, um, things here and there. Um, but they haven't, uh, like, like the, 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 the pale something. I don't remember the name of the DLC that just put out, but pale, pale reach. Oh, um, Uh, It looks cool. Um, I I, I would like to have a go at that at some point soon. Um, But if you want to know more about my thoughts on Dredge, you can just read my review on the website.
0: you, You gave it a nine, I think? I did
1: give it a nine. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nine is good. I'm happy with nine.
0: Yeah, nine's really good. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Star Wars Jedi Survivor, a game we were going to do a, uh, a Game Club podcast episode for, which fell through the cracks. Um, but it's a game that you and I both enjoyed a lot, yeah, uh, despite its flaws. I think everyone enjoyed it despite its flaws. Its flaws were quite glaring.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were there were there were some serious flaws in that game.
0: Um, I actually jumped into technically... it this weekend. Oh yeah. And it's still got random, like you know, you spin the camera too fast, and the textures aren't loading in the in the view frustum fast enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah. Are the is the is those the, is the Ogdo Bogdo times two fight actually work yet, or is it still fucking fucking busted?
0: I don't know. I beat it originally. I, be, I think I beat that. The,
1: the one where there's two of them. At, or
0: at launch, it was the one with yeah, the two in the like meditation room. Yeah. Oh God. Um yeah, I d I didn't do the two rancor fight. I, I Oh I sorry, no, again.
1: that's what sorry, that's what I was talking about. That fight just just Yeah, I've heard it's silly. Real yeah, like useless. Yeah. Um, um but man, the rest of that game, real good. Yeah, yeah, really they good. They tell
0: a really interesting story with that game. In like it's 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 far less about the the plot and it's more about the characters and what they all mean to each other and it's got a really great revelation in the middle of it, and I and such an interesting like conclusion to that game like it because it's all about the characters it's it's so much it's I really appreciated that there's like the world ending stakes right you know we have to get to this place for the for the resistance or whatever, but I appreciated it's not actually what the ending was about it became much more personal yeah and and not in an in it wasn't overly sincere it wasn't trite it mm. was really effective and um fascinating, I don't know of a story that was told in a way like this one was
1: it 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 was it was funny how it had two two distinct um like story threads mm. um because there's the there's the old republic stuff and then the stuff that's mm. happening right then and there with Cal and his crew um yeah,
0: and sort of unearthing the old republic stuff for them to meet their own goals in the present yeah. day.
1: So sorry, High Republic stuff this one the High, High republic, republic, yeah. And and not the MMO. Yeah, no. And and they they <laughs> weave they weave those through t- together um quite well. Um and also like the 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 gameplay changes I think were were for the better. All the different stances were really fun. The the map design was was definitely better. Um yep. but like the 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 gating of like the, the Metroidvania uh, progress gating um, was quite good.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, they had fun abilities. A lot of really great enemies, like getting to take on droids and droid cars, and uh, getting to infiltrate through one of the old uh, Separatist uh, sphere ships, derelict on yeah. the, on the on the planet. That was such a cool setting. Yeah, really um, cool. Old Clone Wars battle droids, like like the really niche ones that I never saw in the movies, like. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that is a lot. They, they they put good work into not making it just another one of the first ones. Um uh and like I didn't like the first one. Like basically mm. almost at all. Um and I really like this. So that's like like you you did it. Nice job. yeah Good on your respawn.
0: Yep. Hopefully EA or you yourselves give yourself enough or Disney gives you enough runtime to Polish the game as much as it needs to be for release for the next one, please. Yes. Uh, cause two, two out of two is not great in terms of really, 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 really bad launches. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what's this, what's this next one about Jeremy? Uh, this next one is just, uh, Atari acquired night drive. Yeah. So this was interesting. um, the reason I bring this up is because, one, it was an acquisition, but two, it was an interesting studio to pick up. Um, so who who is Nightdive Studio? So Nightdive has been the ones that's been remaking stuff like System Shock. Um, they're working on a couple of other like big, high-profile remakes of games that we haven't seen for a very long time.
0: Like classic PC titles? Yeah,
1: kind of yeah. They're honestly the studio that I hope eventually picks up KOTOR. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have any reason to think that they will do that aside from that they're working on the dark forces remaster. Um, okay. Uh, that's not nothing. Yeah. It's not nothing. Um, but like they did the remake of quake two this year. They did the remake of uh rise of the triad this year Two rock three, I think has just come out. Um, yeah,
0: recently. Yeah.
1: Uh, system shock was last year, I think, but system shock two is next year. Uh, or m- maybe next year. um, and they did the Blade Runner remake as well last year. Um, they're like, they're an exciting studio, I think, because they're doing really faithful remakes of games um, that seemingly everybody's very happy with. Um, so it's been good to see a studio like that get um, a bit more attention and hopefully, mm. hopefully Atari, and like who knows with Atari now,
0: I'm, yeah that's that's the biggest question mark for me in that arena is honestly what the hell are they doing acquiring a
1: studio right
0: now it, it's really I guess, strange. I guess they just live in the retro space
1: they, they? they kind of do and like it kind of works in my mind as as, as that thing where it's like old studio picking up old yeah, uh, like so old publisher picking up old studio to make old games um yeah. but like i also know atari atari has mostly been focused on like their, their, their classic console remakes and also just like blockchain shit. So like it's kind of, I, I don't know, it's weird. Um, That's a grab bag is what that is. It sure is. Um, but yeah, like I think Night Diver are, are a really cool studio. So I'm glad that they are not just chugging along on their own and they hopefully have another another thing to fall back on um
0: and hopefully it's not the the flip side of an acquisition tale where they get acquired and then studio culture changes and it's a shadow of its former self or they just get shuttered and closed
1: exactly so who knows um but i thought that was notable enough just because they are a studio that is getting more and more in the in the in the the mainstream in terms of they're getting bigger and bigger remasters and remakes um kind of like uh Kind of like blue point in that regard yeah. where like they' they're, they're building up a really strong portfolio of, of of good games,
0: yep, yep that's pretty cool
1: um after that this,
0: this next one's pretty small
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've heard about it they made a sequel to the um Le- the Legend of Zelda uh the breath of the wild can um, you
0: fucking believe they did that yeah I've said that multiple times on this show and Outside of this show this year, and I'm going to say it next week too. But can you fucking believe that they made a sequel to Breath of the Wild?
1: It's 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 pretty bonkers. It's it's and it's, it's
0: great. It's not it's not a waste of time in the slightest.
1: Yeah, yeah, super super. Like, it's not just like an easy. It, like they didn't. There was a way they could have done the easy route. Yeah. This is not what they did. <laughs> they they rebuilt all of their systems up again. Like they kept the foundations but they changed everything. They did. The thing that gets me
0: is Breath of the Wild was a a type of game that for for myself definitely and for I think millions of people by its reception that did many things that people didn't know that they wanted or needed in the open world genre in the Zelda franchise uh and it redefined the industry or at least parts of the genre yeah and then they did it again providing so many solutions to problems i didn't even know needed solving yeah you know like redefining everything again to a lesser extent you know, in in some ways, you know, like, uh, you know, Ultra Hand is sort of the ex- the extended reach of Magnesis, but you can use it on everything and also glue things together. Yeah. Uh, like, and and that's that's fine. And and to make Breath of the Wild seem like a prototype, so handily, so expertly, so like definitively. It's very impressive.
1: It is really impressive. And them changing the world, also very impressive. Still impressive. Um mm-hmm. they've done a really a really good job. Yeah. Um they have made some of the same mistakes again in in a lot of ways, I found. But overall, what a feat. What a what a cool thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I uh I was Nintendo did a, a, a wrapped thing like Spotify. Yeah. And um ollie and i were going over hours at the same time and he's played a lot more zelda than i have but i'm i'm over 100 hours now and i'm thinking about i'm like yeah wow that's a lot of time and also like yeah i've covered a lot of the map but i still have towers to uncover like there are areas of the game i haven't been to yet a lot of the depths i haven't been to yet and i'm just so happy trucking along like it's just so nice and fun and great
1: yeah yeah
0: uh like- I did I did most of the Gerudo temple last night, Jeremy. In fact I did almost all of it. I got to like unlocking the boss and then I was like, ah, it's late. Yeah. <laughs> um I think that's my favorite dungeon. Yeah, right. And I think because it it has a little opening linear section at the start where you like go under the temple to start with, and it's like corridors and traps and mm. switches and levers and puzzles, and I'm like Oh yeah, okay. Okay, Zelda. I could I could have some of this. And then you get to the center chamber and it's like, "Oh yeah, no, this is a this is a Tears of the Kingdom dungeon." But
1: <laughs> I, I did uh so I just I just looked at my wrapped for for Nintendo. Um hmm. so my my start and finish of Breath of the Wild took 62 hours. Wow. My start and finish of Tears of the Kingdom was 92.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of both of those games this year. Yes.
1: Third was Bilkin's yeah. Folly because I had to play the game twice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you no, know, it's yeah.
0: It's funny. I was I was thinking how like, oh, you know, I'm X amount of the way through the game. But then I was thinking about the number of uh, hearts I have and the amount of stamina wheels I have, and I realize I'm just barely past halfway. Yeah, right. In terms of shrines, and that's the I don't want to 100% complete everything. Like if I want to keep going, I'll do the quests afterwards, um, and I want to finish the game before doing all this it's worth saying but um, like I want to do all the shrines that's what I really like doing in this game to to have it all done is all the shrines and a lot of the big quests and I've just passed halfway on the shrines like I was looking at my map I'm like this map's getting kind of full where are the other half of these
1: shrines
0: (laughs) I don't know and I'm a bit daunted by it honestly
1: I mean, don't forget, there's a bunch of shrines in the sky.
0: Yes, that is true. I feel there are less and less sky islands when I look up, though. Like, there's hardly any above Gerudo, like, the desert. Um, There's not much over towards Eventide Island, like...
1: Yeah, the thing is, is, like, they stack on top of each other sometimes, so there's, like, a really strong structure, but then when you look at it from the map, it just looks like a tiny little disc. Yeah, it's dense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, love that game.
1: Yeah. Um... After that, Street Fighter Six came out. Neither of us played it, but we just wanted to bring it up. Maybe um, one of the best fighting games ever, apparently. Yeah, right. I, I've thought about picking it up. I was close to picking mm. it up Iron remember on launch, but I, I just didn't end up doing it because I was too busy playing Zelda. Uh-huh. Um, June 5th, Apple finally announced their Vision Pro virtual reality headset.
0: And everyone remembers when there was that footage of them announcing the price to a room of people and they showed the price tag, and the whole crowd went, "Oh,
1: yeah, very, <laughs> oh no, very, very expensive." It
0: was groans, simultaneous groans.
1: <laughs> very expensive headset. I, I will say, based on the conversations with the hardware people that I've had at work in a in a VR company, and none of them are Apple people. What they said based on the price was like, "Yeah, that's about right for the tech that's in it," because yep. um, it's a it's the probably one of the one of if not the most powerful headset singular yeah um that that is that has been made um and we also know just how good apple's displays are yep. so it's going to look really good and it's also yep. going to be probably quite comfortable just based off like th- this was like they they were speaking about this in 2015 they've been working on this yeah. for fucking ever
0: yeah, I've been hearing rumblings about this long before it was announced. Of yeah. like they're working on something. Yeah, they're doing something, guys. Like
1: th- th- they—they're quite good at taking their time. They did the same thing with um like Apple CarPlay, where like that—that that was that was in development in like 2010 or something. Yeah, wow. Um, and then it didn't come out until like 2016 or 17. Um, I'm looking forward to giving this a go one day. Um, yeah, I don't know when that will be uh it's like i'll probably just have to book a time at an apple store is probably what's gonna have to happen probably,
0: yeah that's probably it
1: um but that i wouldn't lo- even have
0: an entry cost <laughs>
1: maybe i would love to know bucks. just what it's like um just because i'm just so deeply fascinated by their tech
0: the thing i find most exciting about it is the uh and this doesn't work for me because I don't have nearly any Apple products these days, but it does seem to be very integrated with their Apple product. So if you've got your laptop, you can then, you know, cast basically the, 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 it cast the, the screen of your laptop then into the XR image um, or AR image. What are they, what are they calling it?
1: What the the combination? They're not calling
0: it AR. they calling it XR. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then also like you know having phone integration as well so you get text and you can see that you know you have keyboard stuff and all the gesture you know the 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 whole ar thing of being iron man in in all those things where he throws holograms around the room like that that is really cool it's so cool
1: yeah yeah uh yeah like xr is funny because it's not nearly as exciting as vr except for the fact that it will definitely overtake vr <laughs>
0: That's yeah, exactly. Because it's it's going to have way more practical applications yeah. as as technology. Yeah. When is this thing coming out?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, Introducing... Apple for the release date is
0: it says notify me late twenty twenty four. Late. Wow, they were real early on this one, like two years ahead of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. It's got the screen on the front. Yeah. I forgot that. So you could do a call and then it 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 puts your it it puts your eyes on the front of the device. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's so strange.
1: Anyway, it it's it's also funny seeing Apple back in that gaming space cuz they've they've got their own little gaming space with like Apple Arcade and also like working with Metal and stuff and now that they've put the fucking Resident Evil on on the iPhone, I think that just got delayed, but like that's that's still coming. Like they've got their own weird like little gaming space that they like to live in, which is different to everything else. You know, Fortnite was mm-hmm. debuted at WD, like at the Worldwide Developer Conference, yonks know, ago. Mm-hmm. That was the first time anyone saw it was at fucking Apple's conference. Just like, yeah, Fortnite was, Fortnite originally was, was shown off at an Apple conference. That was the first time it was shown.
0: What, in like 2013?
1: Yep. What? Yep, I remember watching it. Wow. Yeah, cuz I cuz this is before This is
0: like me talking about Baldur's Gate before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I remember looking at it going like, that looks really cool. Like the folks that made like Unreal Tournament, like okay, cuz that was what anybody thought of them at that point.
0: Well, no, they were they they so, was started Gears making of Fortnite War. when they came off Gears of War. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I suppose it was the, like the Gears of War people are now working with Apple to bring a to bring a um uh Tower Defense Horde mode kind of game.
0: Yeah, and, and this was in the in the middle of Minecraft's explosion and they yeah. were talking about crafting and
1: Yeah. 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 Um Moving on, Diablo 4 came out June sixth, Kara, you've played it. I haven't. You want to talk about Diablo Four?
0: I have played stupid amounts of hours of this game, and it's nowhere near enough as it's nowhere near as close to the hardcore amount of hours that people put into this game. Um what a weird what a weird release this year, because it was actually yeah. quite well received for the people who played it for the campaign, and then the, you know, like a month in, the people who like wanted to grind it and get like all classes level one hundred started really rubbing up against the edges, and then yeah. they're like, why don't we have search in the in the item stash? Why is our item stash so small? Why do gems take up so much of my inventory? Why do this and why do that? Like all these finicky things that you don't care about if you only if you spend less than a hundred hours in the game. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it seemed from the outside, and just from talking to people who, who are really into it, it has hmm. seemed not quite it, comma, chief. That's the thing. Like, it's it was it
0: enough to satisfy the millions of people who got in on the ground floor and didn't put in 8 billion hours into it. But the thing is, Diablo... Diablo was a live service game before live service even was a thing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like with updates and with 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 enough recycled or with enough randomization and an engaging loop that people played Diablo 2 for years straight because they loved it so much and because it had that loop. And it was far less sophisticated in terms of the number of enemies and, and animations and character types yeah. compared to Diablo 4. And yet... Diablo 4 wasn't quite it. They um no. th- they've made a lot of adjustments in like season 2 and 3's coming up in January. Um I'm excited to see where it is in like a year, but yeah. This game's weird. Um yeah. It's it, it exceptionally gory at times and the, the, there's no humor or like f- like fun to be had in the story like ever. Um That's which is the- like hard to sign up
1: for that's kind of Diablo, though. Three was funny, but like three was funny in a way that was, I think a little bit out of character at some, in some people didn't,
0: people didn't love that is the thing. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, I feel like this one's trying to make me depressed all the time. Like, I feel like they're not necessarily telling an interesting story. They're telling a sad story. Right. (laughs) Right. Like the primary purpose was for it to feel heavy and not be good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's a little scathing, but, um, (laughs) Like, it was fine. And Ralph Ineson's in it, which is fantastic. Um, The gameplay loop's honestly good. Like, like the graphics and the effects and the different... Like, I love playing a sorcerer with lightning damage and watching all the, the effects go. And, like, when you start clearing rooms really, really quickly of a lot of enemies, it's great. But, yeah, they didn't have enough of that. Yeah, so, yeah. it's a weird game. It's also my first Diablo, so... Interesting it came out. Funny how it la-
1: landed. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Have you thought about playing three, like on the Switch? Three good on the Switch.
0: I honestly haven't. Like, I, I've kind of had my fill. That's like it's not. It's not my bag, really, which is kind of why I stayed away from it. Maybe mm. I should try one of the better ones, but I don't
1: know. Uh, they remade two on the Switch for, for quite cheap as well. Um, oh, for,
0: for everything, right? Hey, I wasn't just on Switch.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. But like, but I, but like, the, playing those games on the Switch is really fun. They they work right. really well in that control scheme, and and that portability is is nice. I just don't gravitate towards portability. It's just not my bag. I don't understand you. <laughs> um, summer game fest happened a couple of days later. Yeah, June eighth to like twelfth uh, or something like nah. kind of yeah. The um, dates are all weird. The the death of E3 has heralded the beginning of the Keeles. Mm-hmm. Keel three. Um Key three. I prefer Key Three. Key three. Key three. Um Peel, thrill. Keel Three or Keel three, Um like a boat. Um, yeah, it's like we've, we've sort of spoken about this a fair bit recently, but like it's it, it's funny. I remember I remember saying at the time that that the show, like, hasn't earned its 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 existence yet. And I remember, like, using, using an example at the time, which was that um, Alan Wake 2 is not a game big enough to be the biggest game at um, a showcase like this. Yeah. Um, And then Alan Wake 2 became one of the greatest games this year. Yeah. And And I remember thinking about that and thinking about how I felt about it at the time, and i think i think i think both are true still in my head that huh. like that alan wake 2 might still be for me the best game that came out this year and i still don't actually think that that can be the thing that defines a showcase like the
0: as in it's not big enough
1: it's not big enough to be the tentpole game it wasn't back then it It can just be now only because of the the success it's had at the game awards, and perhaps some of its its uh in real life elements have also helped that and I totally love the success that it's had I think i I'm so happy but um what can you remember from this show case?
0: uh the only thing I can really remember. Is the thing we were looking up and reminding ourselves of last week, which was yeah. the different Final Fantasy announcements, which was like yes. win a Final Fantasy 16 Collector's Edition with DoorDash, which everyone thought they were announcing something else, and Jeff was like, No, no. Yeah. And then kind of laughed along with everyone else when he just started talking about an ad. Laughed. And then we and we ended with a, a Final Fantasy rebirth trailer, which I which made me very happy.
1: Yeah. And and I think that like it like it, it 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 they haven't it it doesn't work yet this is not a this isn't a showcase yet this is an excuse to have brands show up mm. and it just doesn't it just doesn't sit it just doesn't vibe and it's it's a shame that this is what we've got left i think
0: i'm glad we've got something but yeah
1: so like, um, I, I'd, I'd still rather everybody just have their own, their own showcase at this point in that little area. Is that
0: base is basically what happens. And then there's this one in the middle.
1: Yeah. But like, but, but now, now they don't need to do the ones on the fringes. They can kind of just sprinkle some of their announcements in it. And everybody's I, watching. I personally the don't mind that.
0: I never really valued the, the Ubisoft connects and the, the Square Enix presentations and the Konami presentations. Like I don't mind the smaller people all getting together.
1: Yeah, but but it's not about the smaller people going together. It's just whatever they can get is the thing that they will, they they, they will take like whatever you've got. And so that there's, there's no, there's no directional cohesiveness between anything. When, when we think of the greatest E3 presentations, you know, like some of the great Nintendo ones or, you know, the PlayStation ones, um, but there's the world even or like Asia Tyler doing doing her Ubisoft thing, right? Like there was at least sort of like a like an idea behind it of like, this is what like this company is offering. This mm-hmm. is the the platter of games that are gonna be coming out in the next like six to eighteen months. Um, you're gonna be feeling like this company is looking at like these areas and then you can sort of have these like funny kind of comparisons between them and be like well it's funny that you know like there's always the the interesting politics of like who's got the battlefield marketing and who's got the the call of duty marketing right between PlayStation and Xbox but you can then do direct comparisons between like oh like PlayStation are putting out seven s- intensely cinematic games yeah and Xbox are putting out like five shooters or whatever and then you look at like oh like they're putting out five shooters that are um not family friendly and PlayStation have at least got Spider-Man. That is family friendly. And so there's like this, there's this thing, but you don't get that with the summer game fest. You just get like a grab bag full of whatever trailers you've got. Yeah. And we're just going to throw some products in between as well.
0: I don't think that's inherently bad. Personally. I do think there are problems and uh, a mindset issues that were laid bare for us quite clearly uh, last, at, during last week's showing of the Game Awards. And not only are we going to speak about it slightly more uh, towards the end of this year in Games Rundown, but also we had an entire show, yeah, well, entire half of the show, very long, half of the long show yeah. last week dedicated to our thoughts on that. A so, show's um, worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I do recommend you go watch that if you're interested in our thoughts mm. there. But yeah, we definitely think that there's... um. There's a lack of uh,
1: respect for people's time. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, because because Jeff is at the at the behest of everyone. He's he's at the he's at the he's beholden to everyone to provide him with something in order for him to provide us with something. Because he's he can't put piss himself, anyone off. Because he puts himself in the
1: center of it.
0: Well, there's that. I don't. I don't even. I don't even think that's a. Be, that's that's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is that he has to please everyone, which means that the show can't stand for anything. It can't be anything other than advertiser friendly, and and platform friendly to as many people, as many of the biggest people as possible. At once. Yeah, at all times. That's and really that bad. And that immediately takes the teeth out of. Uh, well, they don't want anyone up there for longer than it could possibly be if they're accepting awards because maybe they'll say something that the advertisers don't like or maybe the the parent or the the sponsor companies of the, of the show don't like, for example. Like, there's a lot of problems with how this is run and why it's run, which lends itself a toothlessness and a uh, superficiality that is a problem. And for it to be one of the biggest things in the industry and to be so superficial and to be so uh profits driven i think is uh not positive however i don't think that makes the showcases in and of themselves invalid
1: i think that they i think that it does i know you do but 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 i also think that because like like beyond all of that like the actual quality of the showcases i think is really poor and it's so long and there's so much shit in it and there are so many commercials in it and it is it's it's like done like a it's not like a sporting event in a weird way where they'll they'll cut to commercials in between plays and then you bring it back and it's it's about right. it, it it's, like it's a broadcast yeah and and like we're so far beyond that and he's almost looked at the Spike TV shit that he used to like help host. And he's stuck in this rut of this is how I know how to do it. Well, and remember the game awards was a direct response
0: to what he couldn't do on Spike TV. You know, it was, it was to, when it was coming around the first times, it was to do what he, to do it right in the way that he wasn't able to. And, and it's become popular enough that it, it it's almost becoming, a uh, a hilarious twisted joke of itself where it is becoming as bad as those used to be in I, other ways.
1: I don't know what he's trying to do that he couldn't do there because all he seems to be doing now is commercializing every single minute directly into the audience's brain. And well,
0: that's, I wouldn't say that's true, but that's because we, like, 10 years ago when the last Spike TV Awards happened, we wouldn't have considered game announcements during the show to be ads. You and I. We would have been like, oh, new game announcement. What is it? Of course it's an ad. It's all marketing. Yeah. But Jeff's not... He's not trying to get all the announcements there because he wants to run the most advertiser-friendly thing possible. That's not why he wants the announcements there. He wants the announcements there because it gets a lot of buzz in the same way that an E3 conference would. Well, but like what and, I'm saying and is the reason that audiences were attracted to that is not because, oh boy, I can't wait to be marketed to. They were they were they were attracted to that because it's exciting. It's inherently fun to look forward to things from studios. You know, uh, making things that you you will probably like. Like there there is an excitement there outside of the marketing prospect. There is something there to be excited about in a non cynical way, genuinely. See, see, and uh, that's what the focus was.
1: But, he, but his his version of these shows, both the Game Awards and Summer Game Fest, have dulled the excitement of all of these announcements because of the format of the show, because of the caliber of the announcements, because of the repeated yes. bombardment of advertisements to the point that he's like I'm not saying he's going to kill his own show because it's still it's still doing a tremendous amount of numbers but yep. he's going to kill the and this is again like I think that I feel weird about like caring about but he's going to kill the excitement of game announcements because of how intensely horribly commercialized it's become that like mm. when when you show off like E like E3 has always been about like you know commercials for games and stuff and we've said this for a long time but when you've got a uh, um like a uh let's say 12 minute preview for god of war 2018 that gets shown up there and you've got this this long introduction then kratos has his reveal and you know they've got the orchestra or whatever then you go into this long gameplay section and then you might bring out someone like um Corey barlog and he'll sort of talk to it a little bit and talk about what they're doing. And then you'll move on. You don't get that in the Game Awards. You get that sparing... Sorry, you don't get that in, in in Summer Game Fest. You'll get that a little bit sparingly here and there. But for the most part, it's like... We're pressing play on a video. We're just pressing play on another video. Even...
0: I, the- I disagree with that. There were... a, a Now that he's come back to live shows, it's more like that. But there were plenty of times prior, like when they revealed The Last of Us Part 1, for example, and they had Ashley and Troy and Neil on stage, and they spoke about it, and they spoke about factions, and they they gave a sort of candid update on what State of the Last of Us is in the house of Naughty Dog right now. And they did did that for Call of Duty, and they did that for Marvel Snap. Like, they, they would bring people on and talk about it.
1: And yet... All it hasn't of,
0: been that this year.
1: It, it hasn't been that this year. And those three things were some of the bigger standouts. And that's because for for every one of those, there was 15 games that didn't get to do that. Um, and I'm not saying that they I'm not saying that every game needs to do that, but I don't remember almost any announcement that didn't have that moment. And he's moving away from doing that as much as he can. And it's and even though what I'm describing is like a Nintendo Direct, right? Where it's like, we're just going to get through trailers. That's yeah. all Nintendo Direct is. There's something about a Nintendo Direct that feels even more genuine than what Keely's doing. Even though Keely's, Keely would love to get to the, to the Nintendo Direct format where it's like, I can well, just show trailers.
0: Well, the thing with that is... No one's going to market a game better than yourself, right? Because when you're making something, you believe in it the most, and also you want the most people to see it because sure. you think it has worth. Yeah, that is why those projects were greenlit. That is why they had X amount of marketing budget approved. That's why they were approved for the direct because they think it's going to do something for the people that see it, and it's going to do something in turn for their for their company, for the studio, for their for that product. Like, it's it's mixed in with capitalism but also art in terms of like you know like if you're doing a show for an art piece that you use, yeah. you you know you're in a group showing it's like i want people to come because i put all this work into it it's a big moment for me Yeah, n- like
1: n- numero introducing kingdom hearts 3 is a is is a good moment right like it's 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 the man introducing the thing that he's been working on that's nice
0: yeah and it, it's operating at this level of like multi-billion dollar companies, right? So it's all weird. It's all different. Yes. But at, at the same time, you can believe that they have faith in something because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make something that you're going to like. They're trying to make something that's high quality that will move units, not just because it's it's profitable, but because it does well for their image. And it, does, it creates new IP. And then the developers who put their heart and soul into it get that return of investment in if their soul and their and their emotions and their and yeah. their hard work paying off like it's a you're right there is an honesty in that presentation from someone in that situation much more than there is for someone in Jeffs who is third party and is just relying on whatever he can get from whoever's willing to let him present it
1: but when it's when it's surrounded by commercials for tiny tina's wonderland over and over again and the rock commercial or fortnite, over and over, or fortnite over and over again all it does is make everything else in that in that block feel cheaper right one of the reasons i think I that i think w- you're right like, one of the reasons that we that we are still excited about Nintendo Directs is that because it's everything in there is surrounded by, you know, exciting games, right? You know, the new Zelda, a new Mario, a new Peach, Mario RPG, blah, 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 blah. These are really exciting games. And having some of the smaller games, um, some of the smaller independent games that are releasing their games on Nintendo as a part of the Nintendo Directs lifts everything up because it's like we've got this feeling that, like, you know ah oh, like shoulder to shoulder with the giants right it it works the opposite way as well and that's all keely's shows are is that like hey the only way you can get on a stage to show off your game is if you're willing to to follow the rock talking about his energy drink
0: yeah um and that leads to things like stormgate being shown twice yeah. at subsequent Game Awards. Can you tell me anything about Stormgate, Jeremy? I
1: is that a is that an app where fascists can get together? <laughs> no. There's there's a, there's some alt right app that sounds similar to that.
0: Oh, okay. I don't, I don't thank know what Stormgate. You, thank is. you for the context. I need, I needed that. I don't know what
1: Stormgate is.
0: <laughs> it's a show that was revealed. It's a game that was revealed at 2022 Game Awards, uh-huh. and they showed it off again this year. This is the one that Simu introduced because he's in it, apparently. This is the one he was talking about StarCraft because it's an RTS. Yeah, right. Now, this game is RTS is back. But, like, like who is this game? What is this game? Why is this the one that's being shown? Frost Giant Studios, who are you from? Oh, I played this
1: game. (laughs) What? When? South by Southwest? No, Summer Game Fest. Sorry, Steam Next Fest. Steam Next Fest. Right. Yeah, I played this game.
0: It's the good new RTS from old developers. Yeah, like like cool, but like yeah. And this is this is what I mean. There are so many games like this, you know, where like AAA developers splitting off to do something that they used to do, or or yeah. indie studios that have made it big and are trying to get a bit more, or some studio that's got funding from fucking Tencent or whatever. Yeah, and and all of these double A games that are kind of big, but not small, but not big, but kind of big. Are all in there, and
1: yeah, like I don't remember remedy. any of them. Like that, that's like remedies. No, 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 no. no, no. Smaller that, than but, remedy. Right. Okay. So like a like the people who made diani or something, perhaps. Like like the like again, even smaller because that was
0: EA. You know, like oh yeah,
1: I suppose I forget that they published that. Like, um,
0: all of the Warhammer games, they're all at the Game Awards. Literally all of them include, like, oh, the different Dark Tides and Space Marine 2 and the, the 18 different strategy games they release in a calendar year. Yes. They're all, every single one of them shows up at one of these awards. Yeah. And I don't remember any of them whenever they show up. And that's not a knock against them, but it, I think you're right, it is, it doesn't
1: help the show. No. And it drags it out and, and it, it and it dilutes things. And he doesn't have the chops to fix it. And this is what we have. We don't have... Well, it's not even the chops is the thing. It's the situation. He doesn't own any
0: of this. So for for him to have a show at all, he needs to have 18 people be able to show it. And for it to be worth their time... He needs the show to make
1: money. No, no, no. I, I I I disagree with that only because he's got the viewers now and he's had the sponsors mm-hmm. now. Like he's like it's not a it's not some ragtag thing where he's just you know calling every every showcase that's happening nearby like his own thing. He's now E3 and this is how it's actually been for a couple of years without anybody really realizing cuz E3 has decided to cancel itself always like ever so soon before it's meant to go live. Um, yeah like
0: Summer Game Fest has been finding its feet the last couple of years. Yeah, it didn't exist 3 years ago. Yeah,
1: but like th- this is it now. Like this is yeah. all we have left. Well, kind of. Like aside from studios doing their own directs in the middle of the in the middle yes. of like, you know, March or February or whatever, which is which, which will,
0: I would argue are the things more close closely <laughs> or closely more tied closely. to um original E three, then we get from Jeff.
1: Yes, but the thing is, those were like th- th- those sprang out of COVID when we stopped doing live shows.
0: But but this, well, Nintendo, Nintendo and yeah. PlayStation were both veering that way already.
1: Yeah, I guess. But like th- the idea that like there would be a, like like a a dominating week of news and. You know, like the other thing was that you would get like critics out there to play the games and you would actually be able to oh, get yeah, 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 hands yeah, yeah, yeah. on. Like this I'm is I'm not
0: saying it's that like E3, like it, it completely replaces it. I'm saying it's the it's it's more like it than than Summer Game Fest is.
1: Yes. But
0: that's I, I get more excited for a, a PlayStation presentation or a Nintendo Direct than I do for a Game Awards or Summer Game Fest.
1: I am waiting six months. One year. Actually, no, I'm going to save that. Never mind. I'm going to save it in the end of the show when we've got our predictions. I've got my prediction. I figured out my prediction for next year. I figured out my news prediction for next year.
0: All right. Write it down, buddy. Yeah, I am
1: writing it down. Write it down because we could be here another two hours yeah. before we get to the bottom of the list. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a big Hope- one, the FTC Xbox hearing slash documents leak... Jim Ryan, Pete Hines, Phil Spencer emails admitting to be in third place. Sony games costing over two hundred million dollars. This was a huge one, and it was weeks of news. It was weeks of news. It was it was it was some of the biggest news in games. If there weren't more news stories this year,
0: absolutely. And it was expertly reported by a number of people who mm. who I already knew were great in the industry and who whose who my I, my admiration for them only grew over this time as they did some excellent reporting this year like tom warren from the verge rebecca valentine did they both did amazing work more more people as well i don't mean to shortchange you i'm sorry but but, um, there were so many things that came out of these testimonies the evidence that the ftc brought and that the, the the defenses brought um but they got everyone up on that stage like xbox used this this trial as an opportunity To force the entire all of their major competitors to air their own dirty laundry, like it was, it was really weird. And like, I guess that's the only way you spin that to be worth it for you, right?
1: It was kind of fun.
0: (laughs) It was. We heard we got so much more transparency uh, through the industry than we've ever had before. And reading through, when I was reading through this, to sort of come up with a summation of what we got there, I can see, you know phil knew that he was going up on the stand right and he was going to be asked certain questions by his team and they would have a rough understanding of the evidence that had been lodged prior so they would probably have an understanding of what the ftc were going to bring up he knew what he was going to say there's an element of authenticity in a in a a certain way but also a spin
1: yeah
0: they're there trying to say oh sony dominates us and they're going to uh the, you, they're not even gonna notice that we bought Call of Duty because they're so big and they're such bullies. And and also look at Nintendo. We're not a monopoly here. Look at Nintendo. And everyone's like, why are you bring up Nintendo? Like, you know, it it there's I think actually the the some of the transparency we got here was um quite false. However, the emails we got sent years ago through confidential email servers just on blast for everyone to see. It was so you fun. can't fake that shit. It was so fun. It was, it, was, it was wild. Yeah, Like how they talk strategy or how the how Xbox responds to the PlayStation 5 reveal and what, what they think that means for their company. And also the shit that shouldn't have been even revealed to the public, like how Sony ended up accidentally having their production numbers uh, divulged to <laughs> because... the public because people redacted... those documents with sharpie and so when it was scanned in everyone could just see
1: what was meant to be redacted yep yeah we got wild a tremendous amount of insight on on both of these companies um Hmm. yeah like the 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 the, a lot of the emails back and forth between like the the execs at at microsoft xbox um was was fascinating um seeing the numbers yeah like like as you said the, the numbers that 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 both Sony and, and Xbox make from like Call of Duty. Um, yeah, like we knew it was big, but fuck to see it written down was just something else, right? Like it was, yeah. it 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 was like ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. Um, and it, but it also helps inform. I think a lot of a lot of the decision making that we've seen for a while, right? Like it, like looking at the budgets of Sony's games, we now understand why they why they will not make days gone too um because of the budgets that they are pulling they like it mm. needs they need to have mega hits basically every single time
0: yeah cuz they're spending nine digits worth of money on every game yeah
1: um not
0: even low nine digits yeah
1: <laughs> like 200 million dollars that's huge and yeah nine digits yes right yes um and uh, uh, and like and the same as well, like like you know Xbox talking about you know like potential like um, other studios that they were looking to acquire, and talking about reactions to other pieces of news, and and like internal emails in between executives reacting to the other guys' like yep. announcements and stuff is always is always interesting. Um, and like when you when you've been around like basically any company that's that's like in those like like the head of its own market. Like you see, like those emails are really common because yep. executives love to talk about the competition. It's it's a thing that they, they thrive on talking about it. Yep. Um, so you get to see that firsthand from some of the biggest players in one of the biggest industries is just always just a little bit, just a little bit like fun.
0: Oh, um, absolutely. Especially for this industry where we don't get any of that. Yeah,
1: like such a... Tr- Disgustingly secretive industry like this is, yeah. um, getting that blown up in the way that they did in a way that no one like no one from those camps wanted it to be, yeah. um, was just a little bit delightful.
0: Yeah, we had a taste of it with the um, Epic versus Apple trial. Oh uh, yeah, that was good. Like like last year, but it it was it was smaller because it was one it was one mega publisher company with Epic. Against Apple about mobile apps like it, it was a very it was it was tech it was mobile it was software it was and, games it was it was
1: app purchases a lot of the things as well back then is that some of those trials were happening still during lockdown yeah um, good point point. and so a lot of the things that were happening there was that like judges were reading things not knowing what the names of companies were and oh, fuck, just was funny and, and just, just
0: reading things that were redacted yeah. or like meant to have been redacted
1: yeah like yeah like deals that hadn't been properly finalized yet and were set to be announced and they were the judges were reading them out and they're like uh judge that's uh that's a uh, part of the redacted part of the document and they're like oh i'm yep. sorry i didn't realize that that was the name of a company because it's <laughs> like
0: uh it's like in a sloth or something like yeah it was yeah. The, the
1: people that made um rimworld and stuff the paradox interactive was was one of yeah. them and they they just thought they were describing paradoxes yeah 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 totally so funny
0: i think one of the in terms of back to the ftc trial mm. i think one of the biggest things that i thought of in terms of like juice like goss was um one of bethesda's one of Pete hines's emails about how like he didn't know that Starfield was going to be exclusive, like yeah. the head, head of marketing at Bethesda, what didn't know that Starfield was going to be exclusive until yeah. it was either an internal presentation or getting ready for an external one. and he sort of he came in with this really shirty email about like, "I'm sorry, we're, we're, we're doing this we're asked to do this all of a sudden, but now we can't you know it, it was a full thing. and I'm wondering whether that had a decent amount to do with why he's retired this year.
1: Well, do you remember what it was as well? Is that there was two emails to two different people about the same thing. He wrote mm-hmm. an email to Phil Spencer that was a yep. lot more cut down and clean. And he wrote another email to one of the other Bethesda execs, and it was the same subject matter, but he was much more aggressive, not at this person, but just angry overall. At like the venting his yeah. Yeah, venting his, frustration. his frustrations. Yeah. Um Yeah, look, maybe like Pete's been around for a long time. Um, Sorry. I'm glad that he's gone or leaving. What? Well, because he was the one that's like he's the one that is has got the vendetta against Jernos.
0: I don't know if that's a him thing. No,
1: it is a him thing.
0: Uh, I know he's head of marketing, but really, yeah, is no, that, him, him, that,
1: that was him, him. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah, I, I, speak, See, I speaking, I, s- have, having spoken to people who are directly involved in that, yeah. It's a him
0: thing. Oh, okay, that's intense. I, I, my, my biggest, um, sort of non-presentation interactions with Pete Hines or not interaction. I mean, interacting <laughs> with him. But um, uh, he's done a couple of fun things with, kind of funny, where he'll go and do an interview or whatever. But like, they called him before one of his E3 shows, like as it was starting, and they were like, "Can you like do something?" <laughs> like, on stage, and he's like, ah, uh, guys, I don't know, he's like, like, doesn't have to, we're not trying to get you fired, but, like, just let us, let us know that you know that we're watching. He's like, alright, I'll, um, I'll tap my leg twice. And oh he he gets up on stage, and he taps his leg twice for the kind of funny audience, you know? He, he does that most conferences since that time, and that yeah, was, like, right. a fun, like, you know, get their game for Greg's bits where he just calls people out of the blue yeah, all yeah. the time. yeah, Like, so that, that's that's where my impressions of him is coming from, I suppose.
1: So as long as you're in his good books and you don't talk about the location of the next Fallout game that's coming out, um, <laughs> then then he'll be your mate. But if you ever uh, if you ever consider if you ever consider working at the outlet that 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 announced that and then want to change jobs, you won't get a Starfield code no matter what.
0: Yeah, that is that is intense. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, moving on mm Uh the Embracer embraces biggest fuck up of the year.
0: I think it's their biggest fuck up.
1: Full stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Fair. Yeah. The 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 beginning of Embracer's like uh tornado through the games industry. Um. And
0: and let's 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 just quickly zoom out here on Embracer. This is the company that came out of nowhere with some funding. And decided we're going to not only revive a brand that died a painful death, and call ourselves the same thing for a time, but we're also going to pick up all of the properties that that contributed to that slow, painful death, yeah, and more, and just hope it goes okay. They became called they they were called I don't I'm pretty sure they're called Embracer because their their whole shtick is acquisitions. It's their whole thing. It's been their whole thing for the last five years. Is gobbling up. As many people as they can swallow. Yes. <laughs> and and they have a duty of care to all these people, but that's not what their that's not what their focus was. And so no. when this when this went belly up,
1: it's yeah. blowing
0: off it's blowing up in all of the people's faces of the people who they they swallowed, who they embraced. Yeah. Rather than the executives.
1: So so uh th- there's an article here from The Verge from from August 15th, um, from Wes Davis titled Saudi Group Reportedly Abandons billion deal with the Lord of the Rings game company. That's right,
0: because we didn't know who it was for a while. We knew that a $2 billion deal had fallen through, but we didn't know who.
1: Yes. Um, So it says here, Embracer Group was forced to halt its breakneck pace of acquisitions after a mysterious partner left a $2 billion deal intent to drive its continued gaming ambitions. Uh, Now we might know who the partner is. Axios reported today that the Savvy Savvy Games Group is the party that backed out of the deal in may savvy is owned by the saudi arabia sovereign wealth public investment fund and it is the vehicle through which the middle eastern country funnels investments in the video game industry
0: which is scary every time i hear about it
1: like that's bad money (laughs) that is that is bad money that is journalists killing money that is blood money yes Uh, after the deal blew up, Embracer announced it was restructuring and that it would shut down or sell studios and pause some game developments. In a filing, the group said it expects to finish that process on October 1st and has already begun its studio pruning. That has continued well past October 1st. Um, They had had bought all of these game studios and they had basically put a lien on all of them because they were like, we don't have to be making money right now. We've got this $2 billion Saudi deal coming through. That's that's gonna work for us. So we can just keep buying up shit and we'll worry about it later because we're gonna get two billion dollars to cover up uh, to to cover the funds that we're doing. When that fucked up for them, that then sent a like shockwave through all of these studios that is owned by them. And there's a lot of studios that embrace our owns. Um, it's their whole thing. But they have so many studios. All of PlayOn is a subsidiary, so that's like yep. Deep Silver. That's Vertigo. Um, they own Coffee Stain Studios. They own. Um, they picked up Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, um, and Idos. Yeah, and Idos. When 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 Square sold all of that stuff, um, they own, if not all of, they own at least a majority of stake of Gearbox Publishing, yep. which is then all of the Gearbox studios below them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then all of the THQ Nordic stuff. So, like, Handy Games, Rainbow Studios, um, Black Forest Games. They own Aspire. They own all of Saber Interactive. Um, They own even more. Like, there's something that I'm skimming past because the list is so fucking huge. Um, Well,
0: yeah, so then it's important to point out, not only did this deal fall through, but also the Knights of the Old Republic remake that Aspire was helming was not so quietly axed well, like that, that going summarily shelves never to be worked on again. Like maybe, yeah. maybe it will be worked on again, but like it was it taken be. out of their hands and no one's working on it right now.
1: Yeah. well, like I read a report the other day that there's like literally two people still working on it. Um, which is, which is helpful for what? I know. I know. Um, that I think was going to happen regardless based on the word around that project. Um, but, yes,
0: but it won't It won't have helped their investments no. and their prospects because I imagine that will mean the money that they had that was going to be coming from PlayStation or whatever is no longer coming.
1: Yeah. Um, and that also meant that they had closed a bunch of studios um, this year. They closed uh, Campfire Cabal, which was one of the THQ Nordic ones. Um, they closed Goosebite. Um, they closed Volition, um, who were the people that made the New Saints Row. Um, and yeah. they closed a closed old Saints Row. Sorry, yeah, all of Saints Row, but but they they made a Saints Row this year, right? Last um, year, was it last year? Yep. Right. Recently. Yeah. R- relatively. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <I keep laughs> funny. Sorry. Uh, and Free Radical Design, which was working on Time Splitters, but never made a game yet. No. They, like they
0: brought them in, funded them brought a whole team in to start working on a game and then had to close them before they even got even anywhere near close to bringing anything out. Yeah. Yeah. Waste of time, waste of money, waste of people's lives. They're they're ruining people's lives.
1: Yeah. So And
0: it's a big part of why we've seen so many studios this year close. Now, like they're not all under Embracer. Not even half of the studios that we've seen affected by layoffs are under Embracer. But it sure as hell didn't help in the middle of an awful year to have this catastrophe lay waste to so many excellent teams and developers who are putting their heart and soul into their into what they want to spend their time in, into their into their livelihoods. Yeah. Oh, tragedy.
1: Uh up next on June twenty second, Final Fantasy sixteen released.
0: Fuck yeah. What a cool release for a game that I wish was a bit better, but it's still pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Really
0: pretty.
1: Yeah, really Great pretty. Music. Yeah, yeah, good music, good music, good, good performances. Yeah, good acting for the most part. Yeah, I still Great. don't. I still don't like Clive.
0: Nah, I do. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Uh, I I also wanted particle effects. Particle effects in that game. Real oh yeah. Good.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, and the
0: and the and the icon fights.
1: Yeah, no, like, that shit was good. The Icon fights you, were good. and
0: You haven't even seen, like, the best ones. Yeah. There are but... some awesome ones. Like, we should, next time I'm over, we should just sit down and, like, just stick on the, like, 4K Icon <laughs> boss fight and just watch some of the shit that you get up to in the rest of that game. Because it's fucking sick. And I think you'd appreciate the, the spectacle of it.
1: Okay, all right. Um, July 21, Pikmin 4 came out. Um, you, people you,
0: say it's excellent.
1: People say it's excellent. I think it's cool that they're still making Pikmin games. Um, I, think. I think it's cool that they, they that they brought all those recent ones onto the Switch, um, yep. oh, so all the old ones onto the Switch. And I think it's cool that they're still making them. And I think it's cool that they're still making Pikmin ass Pikmin games. Like they aren't like changing it to be the most modern, up to date version of a franchise that existed way back when. They mm-hmm. are just making sequels to the video game Pikmin yep and it is still weird and and
0: apparently also good apparently like one also people, good people who play it say it's like genuinely really good
1: yeah yeah i just think that's neat it is neat uh a little game called Baldur's gate 3 released um into full release august 3rd 2023 um it on had pc been on pc it had been in early access for about three years um and it finally finally hit 1.0 um, I think we'll just talk it about it next floated. week.
0: It It felt like it came out of nowhere, like a fucking
1: gopher. I, no. And all of a sudden it's like, I, no, no, hey, no. I'm the best thing you've ever seen this year. Hey! I, I don't know how you didn't see everybody talking about that game for the weeks and months leading up to it.
0: Only for like one or two months. Oh, no. It feels like prior to that, radio silence on my end, honestly. Yeah,
1: no, I I had people like talking about games in the first half of the year being like, I want to play it, but I'm going to wait until Baldur's Gate comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the sentiment around it was like, I know this is going to be special. So yeah. I've put time aside. <laughs> um, Yeah, it was, it was, it was and is like one of the coolest games this mm-hmm. year. Uh, August 21, Charles Martinet retires from voicing Mario and becomes a quote- mario ambassador to which he was then that means. Yeah, to which he was then quoted to say i don't really know what that means <laughs>
0: um yeah and then like weeks later they came out with that um phoned in response where he and miyamoto talked to the camera but at different in different places clearly
1: oh i really liked that video
0: yeah but it was like i think it was a response like i think they they moved Martine on and they didn't realize people would notice or care and then they realized they had to say something, No and the response was weird, and then they finally got him on camera. Why didn't they announce it with this thing of them on camera? Why was it this drip feed of disappointment?
1: What do you mean drip feed of disappointment? It
0: took them like four weeks from when we first heard about it for them to release him talking to camera.: it
1: wasn't It wasn't that long. it was like it was it was not nearly that long, but like it was it was it was a nice video. It was, but by the time it came around, I was too
0: sussy of it, and honestly, I was. Ju- I'm just. I was just so scared that they were replacing him with AI.
1: Yeah, and that's fair, but like, I think that you were. I think you're over overblowing the the timing of the video that came out after the fact, <laughs> because what it might have been was it might have just been a contract that they had that they just both agreed to not renew, and then they had you. to probably convince him to do a video or something. But like, it was a nice video um what well, the the weirdest part about the video was that they, that they didn't introduce the new voice actor um that was the weirdest yeah. part, considering that we had already seen wonder by that point that was the that was the thing that was confusing the most
0: Nintendo doesn't want personalities to to run their thing. Charles became big sort of despite themselves and they ran with it because he was he was lovely but they they don't want to have another star who they have to manage or who could you know uh, they they don't want Nintendo doesn't want that front facing thing that they can't control I, th- they I don't control their actors
1: No I know but like but they had him on like basically retainer like the like it was a it was a thing where like they were
0: yes but they don't have I doubt they have that with this new person
1: I reckon they do I reckon they've got him on like a on a on a 10 year Mario retainer is cuz could you imagine saying no to that
0: I don't think Nintendo's offering that.
1: I don't know. I, I reckon like, if
0: they do then great.
1: Like I don't cool. think I don't think they're against personality because that's what Reggie was and that's what Sakurai is and
0: Yeah, but they're company employees. Actors are not company employees.
1: No, I know, but I, I also think that that they've like Mario almost like it it worked for them that I think that they wouldn't be against doing it again. Martinet worked well for Nintendo. Like as a as a partnership, it was a thing that they both contributed from. Um
0: So uh Nintendo of America published a tweet August 22nd saying Charles Martinet's been the blah 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 blah. We heard about it for a, a few days or a week before that I want to say, like it was
1: on oh no, August was... August 21 is what I've got. Oh, because it was announced I, as, as a tweet. That was how it was announced. Because it was like, yeah, but I thought we were hearing about
0: it prior. I thought we we heard rumblings that that he he was not confirmed to be the voice of Mario Wonder. That that, that and, was that and was that this was when they finally officially addressed it.
1: That that was there were those rumblings, but it was only because it just didn't immediately sound like Charles Martinet. But we we, we didn't really know,
0: right? And then eighth of September, we got the the video update, official update. So
1: two... Two weeks.
0: Almost three weeks after that tweet, which was a number of weeks
1: after the Mario Wonder reveal
0: and people are like, hang on. So if, that's the th- that was the thing for me. It was
1: rumbling for a while. Yeah, I think that they didn't get ahead of it as quick as they should have, but like... It took a month. Yeah. It's all Wonder in like June. Yeah, but like Nintendo just do that. They're just fucking weird.
0: They are fucking weird.
1: They're just You're fucking not wrong. weird. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Armored Core 6 came out August 25th. We'll have more to say about that in Game of the Year. <laughs> much, much more. Um, Much, 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 much,
0: much, much, much more. August 30- I love that game.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. August 31, uh, Embrace or Shotsdam Volition. We spoke about that just before. Um, September 13, Unity updated their pay policy to be a retroactive... A retroactive policy where if you made a certain amount of money and got a certain amount of downloads and a certain amount of installs then you would have to start paying unity good money over bad and it was just one of the biggest fuck-ups i've ever seen yep and it caused everybody who who makes unity games to to potentially decide to move or or, or bring their game down or whatever it was just mm-hmm. a huge fuck-up um there's a there's a, The
0: Verge has a great article headline for this. Mm-hmm. Unity unites the indie game industry against its new pricing model.
1: Yeah, yes, yes. Um there's a there's a uh there's a fairly solid breakdown on our TikTok which goes through pretty much everything there. At the mm-hmm. time, um, they they ended up did they did reverse some of it. Um uh but it, it it was it was just a clusterfuck and there is no trust there now. They just they just shot themselves in the foot repeatedly over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, and they've been slowly doing something along those lines for a while now in terms of, um, like, dabbling with AI in their asset packs and, yep. and like, they were they're, they're dipping their toes into murky waters that maybe no one actually wants. Yeah. Except them because it makes them money.
1: The, the head of the company is a is a is a fellow who i think does not have the best interests of many people in mind yeah is how i will say that
0: um, megacrit the studio behind slay the spire posted there were there were a bunch of indie teams who started making statements about what the future of their studio and games were yeah um here's megacrit <laughs> one of their quotes was and they did the classic you know written statement in a tweet out of an image that is then posted online. is very serious, just like blah, blah, blah. And the very bottom of it says, we've never made a public statement before. That is how badly you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Despite the immense amount of time and effort our team has already poured into development on our new title, we will be migrating to a new engine unless the changes are completely reverted and terms of service protections are put in place. Like it was
1: bad. Very bad. Nuclear bad. People were being like, I'm going to learn Unreal and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, um, they, just, they, they swept people into all of the competition's arms.
1: Speaking of Unreal, um, on September 18th, Epic announced that they were uh, divesting um, from Bandcamp and laying off 16% of their workforce. Which for that company is fucking so many people. That's a lot of people for a company, especially the size of them. Um considering, owners
0: and creators of Fortnite.
1: Yes, the, the largest gaming property. Um, that the owners is, and
0: creators of Unreal Engine.
1: Yes, uh, and owners of Bandcamp at that point, or up until that point, rather. Something, um,
0: again, that I am completely baffled why they did that.
1: Oh, it was it was it was an investment. The entire reason they did it was an investment. And then the investment didn't work for them and so they sold it. There was no intention to do anything good for the service there. They then sold it to not I I don't know if they're a worse company, but they're not a good company. Um and they have decided to just like completely fuck everything up for Bandcamp. Um because they? they well, like there's the company that's taking over from Bandcamp is like a money grabbing, like shitty like financing company. Um that will not be good for Bandcamp and that will not be good for artists who, who release on Bandcamp. Um, They're
0: owned by SongTrader now, yes. where Trader is without the E. Yes. Traderer.
1: Um, this will this will kill Bandcamp at some point. Um, Bandcamp will no longer exist in probably four or five years. This This will kill it. It'll be slow and painful and there'll be another one that'll come up and everyone will move to the new thing and then eventually that'll get bought. And the capitalism yep. snake will just continue to eat itself. Yummy. Speaking of capitalism snakes, the FTC Xbox documents were un- unintentionally disclosed, Um, showing. Yeah, off, this
0: was hilarious.
1: This was so good. This was because
0: this was this was the same trial that had finished, or was was continuing to drag on a little bit, but like had kind of been ruled on. But then more like there was there was like a follow up hearing, and then Xbox unintentionally disclosed a number of very classified, very important documents, yeah that yeah. our our excellent reporters and Reddit also probably were far too quick to pick up before they could stop it reaching the public,
1: yeah, and so we got information about hardware and software and timelines and and skews. like next gen, yeah, next gen and the ideas behind the console after the next gen, um, yep. and, uh, you know, just a tremendous amount of information. Um, yeah. Like, you know, new controllers and the, the like code names and all of this stuff, like internal, internal, internal stuff. Yep. Um, it yeah, was
0: the, the rundown of stuff that I, I grabbed, which was, I thought pertinent was, we're looking at an Xbox series X slash S refresh next year. Mm hmm. Got a new controller that looks to include some features from the PS5, like haptics, yep. plus a direct to cloud feature potentially. Yep. Uh, designs to purchase Nintendo. They also mentioned Sega in the previous court hearings, but this one they were talking about buying Nintendo. Yep. Uh We've got Bethesda remasters coming. Next gen is slated for 2028, and uh, Series S is more popular than most people expected, which yeah. we've got for uh, we know for certain from those documents.
1: There we go. Um, just one normal weekday. It's just a just a regular week in twenty twenty three. It was it was fascinating. Um, yes, and it's still up there because once it's up, you can't take it down. Yeah. Um, Barbara Streisand told us all that, um, and so it's like it's called the Streisand effect. Yes, yes, because of Barbara Streisand. Um, you know, you know what that's. You know what that's about? <laughs>
0: I thought I was saying that incorrectly, and I thought that was a joke. But did I actually just say that th- was the right thing?
1: Barbara Streisand,
0: like the Streisand effect. I thought that was.
1: It's, yeah, it's because of Barbara like Streisand saying,
0: saying like trying not to make something big makes it bigger.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what that's what the Streisand effect is.
0: Oh, okay. In my head, I was not thinking of this as that situation. I was thinking of this as genie genie being let out of the bottle.
1: Right. Yeah. No. No. Like the. Oh yeah, I guess that's yeah, 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 yeah. Because the straw effect is if you try and hide it, it gets bigger. This is yeah. Because I,
0: I don't, I don't think Xbox tried. I think they were like no, well, I th- actually, they, they they privated the the
1: things, they, but they, like- they did private it. But they did release a statement pretty quick, being like, "Hey, we really wish this wasn't out there." Yeah, um, like this stuff is in flux. Things change all the time, which is true. And my understanding is that like um, already a lot of this information is well out of date. Um, that like,
0: you know, that's, that's it, right. It things... like 2022 documents or.
1: Yeah. And oh, yeah. like, I, I read something today that, um, the, I think that they've like reordered some of the release of some of the hardware that they were planning on showing off, mm-hmm. um, that we might not be getting the series X thing next year, but we probably might get it the year after, but it, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um, it, it, it's a good read, um just because it's just fascinating to see these these internal documents, yeah, um, very
0: transparent, yeah, very not for public, yes, in the public,
1: <laughs> that day, also, lies of P released hell yeah i I really wish I played more of this game. How much did you play? Not nearly enough. I got through like I got past the manor bit at the beginning, like the mansion,
0: but like what, I'm hotel, hotel Krat,
1: yeah, I'm like real early,
0: the hub area. <laughs> yeah so you you beat the the you did the prologue
1: yeah yeah i didn't get a chance to go back it was just too fucking busy
0: no fair enough totally i i i played the demo when it came out around summer game fest and then yeah I, i i played it on game pass and decided i wanted to play it on my playstation and then i waited for a sale and recently i just barely got past the demo i'm like two bonfires past the demo area yeah right um that game feels good, looks good, plays good, is good. I I'm 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 very excited to play more of that game. That's probably the the Souls-like game I'm most excited about at the moment in terms of the ones I haven't played yet. What? <laughs> it's great. I know. And I'm in the middle of it and it looks great. Bloodborne. Yeah. Bloodborne. I'll get to that one day? Ugh. I think Sekiro is next for me after Bloodborne after Sek- Lies of P. Sekiro. Yeah, exciting. I'm not saying saying the others aren't exciting. I'm saying I'm most excited about this one. Uh
1: a week later, on the 26th of September, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty came out. Alongside the 2.0 patch. Alongside the 2.0 patch. Um, That's a that's a good game now. (laughs) That
0: game game is a good game now. It's wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's still. You know, a little icky for me. I still don't know how I feel about the game in general. I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget the the random tweets they had, as from from the the studio that were kind of turfy, yep. well, not even turfy, just like
1: edge lordy. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, no, what, what, what's what's um transphobic? That's the word I was looking for. And um and then also their like marketing material is all very fetish sizing, but. The game's pretty competent. Like, it's kind of competent in a way that Starfield wasn't. We we breezed, we didn't even write Starfield down, but Starfield released in here.
1: I just realized that.
0: Yeah. And this kind of feels better than Starfield in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's not trying to be the same thing. No. But it is so much more interesting in so many ways. Yes. I remember doing a lot of work on Starfield and then working a bit on Cyberpunk. And having that game be so focused on Night City and that's like how big it is and broad it is. And like, that's the big world that you're in is a
1: city. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you compare that with like new Atlantis in Starfield, which is this like disconnected thing where nothing's happening and there's no map and (laughs) like, and there's nothing outside the city. There's nothing even pretending to be outside the city. There's just generated terrain outside of it. I'm like, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This is different. Yep. Uh, the next day, September 27th, Jim Ryan announced that he is stepping down. Or he will step down. Um, it's in six, it was six months from that date, wasn't it? So it's in March. Uh, I, yeah, like it's it, I, he said, like I think early 2024 is what he said. Yeah. Um, uh, citing like travel and exhaustion just from being like top dog at Sony. Um, which is fair yeah. enough because it's a like especially this year it seemed to be a very tiring job. Um, flying from country to country. Um, trying to block your competitors from putting through the largest deal in the industry. Yeah, um, working a,
0: for a Japanese studio, living in Europe, and having to do a lot of your work in America. I think yeah, it's
1: a lot. It's pretty reasonable. And he's an old man. Like he's 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 been around for quite a long time. Travel is harder when you get older, especially. Yeah,
0: when you're, when you're 90 plus, it's, it's way harder to do that shit. <laughs> I'm <not> 90. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be like, I don't cordial. think he's that old. It's just the way you said that, I just had that image in my head. <laughs> I, I had to give that back to you. <laughs> uh,
1: Cocoon released September uh, 29th. I've not played it. You, you have, you like I've game?
0: played an hour or two of it. It's good. It's got, honestly, it's got limbo inside vibes in a weird way. Um, really? Not in not in like tonality of like it's not like you die in blood and gore and all of that, but in terms of like the types of puzzles and the way it's presented and how minimalistic it is, yeah, right. it's a good vibe. And that's not for nothing. Some of the creators of that game, some of the directors or designers of those games, oh yeah, made they're, this. they're
1: from yeah, that's right, because they're they're a, a new studio that's span off from some of the folks who were at um, Play Dead, um, Play Dead, yeah, right, I forgot about that. Yeah. And you
0: can feel it in the game.
1: Yeah. In a good way. Okay. Um, October 1st to, well, it wasn't October 1st, but like the beginning of October. The first week of October. Well, the first couple of weeks of October.
0: <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, yeah, for you. Sorry. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, Melbourne International Games Week, then leading into PAX Australia, then leading into South by Southwest Sydney, and then leading into a long, a long sleep at home. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Australian International Games Month is how I is how I described it in uh, my my Kotaku article, um, which I really meant to shout out at the start of the
0: show. And now we're two and a half hours in. I apologize, Jeremy, but everyone should go read Jeremy's sum up of the year over on Kotaku. Jeremy's got a, a, a he's he's published on Kotaku. How cool I've got, is that? i has got a writing credit there. It's amazing, which is, which is, which is cool. Which
1: is which is but yes, cool.
0: Australian. Australian
1: International Games International Month. Games Month. Yeah. Yes. Um Uh That was some of the best couple of weeks of my life. Um just just a fucking incredible time. I met so many amazing people, but also just like overall the vibes of the events were like really good. Yeah. And they will only get better. Yeah. Um it's it's such a fucking good time. Such a fun time.
0: Absolutely. I, that's the first PAX I've been to since 2019. And um, it, was, it was tremendous. It was great. First PAX I went to with a media badge. I think we made some of our most exciting content or some of the content I've been most excited for while yeah. we were there.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was great fun.
0: And, yeah, we got to meet a lot of people. It was great doing stuff on camera with you again or just in person with you again. Yeah. We haven't done that in so long.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was like riding a fucking bike. It was sick. <laughs>
1: and, and and doing it on location as well. Like, there's a different feeling to it. There's, like, there's excitement and energy, obviously, but there's also, like, there's just a vibe that, that PAX brings, which is why yep. I've, like, always dropped everything to go and I will always drop everything to go. You know, eventually, when Pax Australia disappears, I I will put on my resume that I went to every single one, um, <laughs> uh, and I and I have every single badge, um, that I've that I've ever ever been to Pax with. Yeah, um, those are
0: really fun collectibles. I like those. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, October thirteenth, Microsoft finally finished its Activision Blizzard acquisition. Um, after you know jet setting around the world and being in court in various courts over the various yeah, like they years. solved the
0: FTC and then the the European re, European Trade Union like or whoever it was like said no no and then they had to make a deal and
1: well like the EU was weirdly enough one of the easiest ones to get through the one that was was one of the biggest linchpins was the the United Kingdom's trade commission Oh, was it
0: UK yeah
1: it was oh, and right. it was not what me or anybody was was expecting because the EU's um antitrust laws are usually quite strong Um, But for some reason, it just sort of went through there without much hassle. Um, But the the UK was the one that they had to do the deal on game streaming. Yeah, Um,
0: with all their game streaming rights in Europe going to Ubisoft first.
1: Which was the second last domino, um, which then fell into the FTC, because at that point they were the only ones left, and they had sort of not prepared well enough for this trial realistically, and...
0: Well, yeah, they did an okay job to start with, but they didn't have the stamina and the wherewithal to keep up against Microsoft.
1: Which is just scary, isn't it?
0: It's it's hard when you consider the FTC's resources, and they're a company that has to look after monopolization in every industry in America.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: (laughs) Like... No wonder they weren't prepared. Like, what are you fucking gonna do against Microsoft? I know.
1: They did a good job, I thought, for a while, even though it didn't work. And they're not like, they're not weak, right? Like, you know, like they've been, they've been all fucking year, they've been dealing with Warner, Comcast, Discovery, Max, that whole fucking shebang it probably like really took a lot of the resources away from the Xbox thing because they just didn't have the time to properly fucking prep for everything. Yeah. And then and then like, you know, last. Yeah. Um October 17, um Alan Wake 2 releases.
0: Hell yeah it does. Fuck. What a weird game. What a what
1: a fucking game. Um,
0: I I still don't know how I feel about this game because I I remember last week I told you I accidentally played an entire chapter. Yeah. I haven't touched it since Yeah, right. I finished that chapter and I'm like, I know I'm at the start of another chapter. I know that's two to three hours. I know I might get that midpoint. Like I did last time where I'm like, Ugh. and so I'm just, I've got this, I've got this inertia with this game. I can't get past it, but I really liked it last time. So I'm really surprised that that's the case. Oh,
1: Just, just jump back in. Just do another chapter.
0: I'm such a basket case, Jeremy. I I've, don't know what's
1: wrong with I know. me. Uh, I'm going to talk more about this game next week. Me too. Um, Super Mario Wonder released three days later um, oh. on on October twentieth. Oh, you uh, forgot
0: to put in Sonic in here.
1: That released. No, on no, it's, 17th. It's, it's it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, this game's really good. I'll probably talk mm. about more more of that uh, next week as well. I have six hours played of that game. I think I beat it. And I think like I did everything. I think at about eighteen. Yeah, two of those
0: hours with my mum, and then I replayed those levels. Nice. Nice. So,
1: yeah. Um, I'm going back to that game. (laughs) Oh, oh, you should. It's good. It's just a delight. I know! Uh, Ghost Runner came out. No, no, sorry. Spider-Man came out um, that day as well. Same day. Same day. Spider-Man and Mario. um, Primony. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to go back to that.
0: Man, I love that game. (sighs) <laughs> you uh, you covered Mario. I've covered Spider Man. Yeah, that game's great. I'm dying for them to come in with new game plus. Yeah, right. I want another reason to get back in there, but not just waste time. I want to. I want to. I want to earn towards a couple of new abilities or something or some new cosmetics. I'm 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 chomping at the bit.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, then a week I later, I like that game
0: so much. I played through the entire first game afterwards.
1: I mean, that sounds like a better time than the second, but like.
0: It's. It wasn't right. Oh it was dear. different. Oh dear. Uh,
1: no, I'm saying two it, was better. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm teasing you, because I don't. No. I think the more I think about two, the less I like it.
0: Yeah, but you didn't. You you barely passed the front of it.
1: Y- yeah, but like that's the game's fault because I love Spider Man one. <laughs> like I'm. I'm like I was ready for Spider Man two. I think.
0: It's not entirely the game's fault.
1: Um, Ghost Runner 2 came out a week later. Person than you a cynical person than you were five years ago. Perhaps, but it didn't help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can just sling it back. Um, uh, Ghost Runner 2 came out a week later. Uh, you reviewed that game.
0: I sure did review that game for minimap.com.au. That game slaps. That yeah. game's wicked sick.
1: I'm, I'm um, really sad I haven't played it.
0: Yeah, we need to set up Steam sharing so you can just do that.
1: I think, I think I've think i got a code. I think they sent me two by mistake and I just didn't realize I got a top
0: Oh, track. you should redeem that and play it. Probably. In January. Yeah. Um, that game's great. I don't know if it's going to crack my top five this year, um, but it ha- I I think it's cracked top five moments for me. And if we're, if we're thinking about like best moments in a game, like like the Ice Swim and Armored Core, for example. Yeah, right. It's going to be up there for me. Um with either certain mechanics or certain set pieces or certain moments or a combination of all of them. Um, it's got some great vibes, some great levels, great movement, uh, excellent soundtrack, great style. I Yeah, I really enjoyed that game. You can read my full thoughts on that on minimap.com.au. I That's, gave it an 8 out of 10.
1: Cool. Uh, Dave the Diver came out the day later. Um, I've not played it, but apparently people really like that game. People really, really like that game.
0: Didn't it come out way earlier than
1: that? I don't know. That's what I've got here. October twenty-seven. That's what
0: I've got here too. Let's see when it came out on Steam. Twenty-eighth of June. I, I think know. it came out on Switch in October.
1: Ah, okay. Well, that game came out well before then. Um, I've not. It's been it. in early
0: access. But yeah, um,
1: yeah. Uh, next game's up. Cool. Bungie laid off one hundred employees. Um, on October thirtieth. Uh huh. Um. Uh, messed up. Yeah, yeah. Very sad. We, we we've spoken about that fairly recently because that wasn't that long ago where we had long long thoughts about that and and the year of layoffs. Something um, I'll
0: add to it. Rebecca Ballantine has been doing excellent b- reporting on Bungie for the last couple of years, and she had a follow up piece a couple of weeks later that morale is at an all time low, yes. and that leadership is being cagey, standoffish, unpleasant to work with, and no better potentially worse since the layoffs it is not looking good over there
1: this does not surprise me based off like when you lay off that many people like it's like you don't get stronger because of that
0: Mm, mm -hmm. no Uh, oh yeah no absolutely and especially when leadership doesn't change around it
1: yeah yes exactly it's
0: it's bizarre that it's got me sitting here going i kind of hope playstation takes over and tries to make it work differently. Make something change. Because they aren't changing. They're stuck. They're creating problems for themselves. And they're not... They're not looking under the covers and addressing what the
1: root causes are. Maybe. They're stuck. I think I need to see who takes over PlayStation Next before I want that.
0: (laughs) It could be... I'm not saying it's... Like I say that, and I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Because like that—that that is external people coming in. It that's a mismatch culture, mismatch goals. Like I—I I don't say that lightly. It's just current leadership over there is not working. Seems to really be missing the mark. Yes. Really, really badly.
1: Definitely. Um. That leads into another point, which was, uh, I think, much more recently, but it was the cancellation of, of The Last of Us factions, The Last of Us Online, whatever their multiplayer was going to be.
0: Everyone, if you're holding a drink, pour one out. For Buddy
1: Watson. <laughs> that was the first thing I saw when I, when, when that was you announced. You and
0: I both independently tweeted, did, like quote tweeted an announcement and said, is Buddy okay? Did you actually like, do it
1: as well? I didn't see yes, you. Yes, I, I did. That's I so almost ripped
0: you about it because I think I was first, but I was like, nah. Fuck, that's funny. Um, I, said, I said, I'm really sad about this, but also, but honestly, I'm mostly just gutted for Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just, I, I think what I said was like, has anyone checked on him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah look i it it seems like it was the right call um based on what they said where they were like earlier look. in the year they would shelved it right well like but like but that but also just like they said like that the studio at this point was at like a they were at like a like a fork in the road where they could yep. go down one route and 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 make a live service game and have to take people off their single player projects or they can continue making their multiple single-player projects that they are they are currently in development as well, and they went for the latter. I think that's overall a good decision. I don't know why uh, you would even consider putting all of Naughty Dog on a single live service project. To me, that's that's a that's a that's an insane fucking thing to do. Are you kidding?
0: And and you know they made the choice not to do that. They right? did, which is great. The, the thing that's wild is that this game was scoped so gigantically to the point where they had to consider that.
1: Yeah. It
0: did not need
1: to be that. No. No, it
0: this didn't. This could have been just an excellent multiplayer mode. Like they've done in the past. And we and that would have been fine. Yeah. They supported factions for years on the PS3 and PS4. And it didn't have to be a live service. It was just like, oh, let's put a new gun in. Oh, it's a little fucking unbalanced. Alright, we'll fix that. We yeah. fixed it.
1: Yeah. Like, <sighs> that, uh... anyway, factions
0: is so good
1: it's good it's really good it is good and it's, like it's, it's, a modern version it's to me a modern version of factions would have been even better it's it's much better than the uncharted multiplayer um, yes 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 and there was there was some thought and, and and uniqueness and consideration behind it that was cool
0: and it made sense of some of their um their their design decisions in the single player game in a way that that made more sense in a multiplayer context than others. Like it recontextualized things yeah. and felt better in certain ways in the multiplayer than it did in single player. Yeah. <sighs> I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm kind of upset that that things got to that point that it was so overscoped that they just had to bin it. Yeah. Right. Like, fucking. <laughs> their their eyes are bigger than their stomachs. They. <laughs> Rain it in, Naughty Dog. Just make an excellent game that's twelve hours long. Just make a multiplayer mode and move on. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, December I don't want to
0: write about that, but
1: hey, I kind of want to write about that. Like, yeah, do it,
0: Naughty Dog's overambition.
1: Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Six finally gets officially revealed after being uh, leaked about a w- two weeks prior to it um, from the. Art director's son's best friend's TikTok account or something. I well, remember
0: we got we got a tweet, we got a, tw- a a tweet from them in like late October, early November, saying we're so excited. It's the 25th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto. It's done yes. this much for the thing. We will show you a trailer in early December. And I want to say even that was leaked by Shreyer like three hours before that tweet went yeah, live. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was. We're gonna hear from Rockstar very soon. Yeah, and Um, then we
0: did, but it was kind of like maybe they pushed that as early as they did because the news was out.
1: Yeah, Um, And then
0: you're right, and then things started dribbling out over TikTok. So
1: funny, so fucking funny.
0: And then the full trailer leaked like six hours before the premiere of the
1: actual one. And it had like a massive like buy Bitcoin thing all over it, Um, which is what forced them to to release it early. Um, I'm really excited for this game. You are? We haven't I don't think we've spoken about this. No, uh, we haven't, because it, it it fell straight into the game awards after the fact and it was just right. and we just we just had didn't talk about it. I'm I'm really excited for this. Jeremy me too. Yeah, like it like <laughs> I really like that trailer. It's an excellent trailer. And just like I just really like Rockstar's Worlds. They're just really good. You know what I had fuck I'd a i had a fucked up thought yesterday. Okay. I was like I should This was something new and different. Yeah, I should play all of Grand Theft Auto 4.
0: Okay, four. So here's the thing. I agree because I think that's the best one.
1: I think I really. As someone who hasn't
0: played three Vice City or San Andreas, yeah, I think I, that's I, the best one. I was going to
1: say I really like San Andreas. Um,
0: I think it's I, I think it's better than five. Let me say right. Single player, hands down.
1: I just, they just, there's something about them. Because I think about Red Dead a lot, because I get a lot of Red Dead content now, just sent to me. Because I just love it every time. But like, I like. There's something about their worlds, and like, even like, I know like you don't love Five, but like, even the world of Five, like, I think that they're all oh, I don't just, mind the world of Five. Like, yeah. they're all so living, breathing, fucking things. Like it, it, yeah. it, it feels so real in the way that Night City eventually felt real in in Cyberpunk 2.0. Like, yeah, it's, it's got this like there's 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 like correct decisions being made around things um and just the amount of fucking shit that's in that 6 trailer is like oh it's
0: oh, oh no the level of detail oh. number of npcs on screen the yeah. the quality of the cinematics the hair lighting and physics all of the different styles of hair, the neon lights, the cars, the density of like a main street in the middle of the night, everyone going to the club. Like, it's intensely exciting. Yeah. The, the, even just the tech they've got showing off in the game, let alone whatever exciting decisions that allows them to make from that. I haven't seen a game look this next gen since, or like exciting in a technology sense. Since honestly the ratchet and clank demo we got. We
1: yeah, saw, like, which first was, time we saw that. Which was very specifically targeted at like a piece of hardware, right? Like that was like so all about like asset streaming and loading. Like, look what we can do. Like this is a exactly. this is a show off of this. Whereas GTA 6 is like we're just making a game that's gonna take advantage of everything.
0: Yeah, which I love because yeah. honestly, I don't think we've gotten that from Xbox or Sony yet. <sighs> Yeah, not properly. Not yeah. like, not like Naughty Dog, like routing the the, the art pipeline through certain transistors because it's more efficient. Levels of optimization we've gotten, getting more out of what we've got, which is great. Like it, games are looking better than they have before, but nothing that's really been like. Here's what this system can do.
1: It, it was like finally getting Uncharted Four, right? because like, that exactly. was that, that that was the moment on PS Four. Um, Precisely. Red Dead Redemption as well was pretty close up there. Um, yeah, that 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 was another one that was like, oh, like this is like we're we're, we're here, like we've arrived. Um, but in a way, Red Dead,
0: Red Dead Two felt like, um, the, uh, it it felt like GTA Five made pretty, like made to the new spec. Does that make sense? Like, like I wasn't. It makes sense, How do but, I but without I'm completely ignorant. Well, I, like, I
1: think I disagree.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like I didn't play the game that much at the time, and I didn't have a PS4 Pro. Like, there's a lot of things going on there. However, it, like, it is pretty, and it does last, and its sense of style is excellent. But I kind of it never made my jaw drop playing Red Dead Two, in terms of fidelity and technology.
1: Oh, you gotta play more of that game. <laughs> no, like, or, or, only because like they they do it like like they they do it often, and it's it's not about like it's not about realism, but no. it but, it, but or, it, or bombast right like well like the, the, there are bombastic moments, but it's different. Like it's not you know like fly a helicopter and pick up a car with a giant magnet. It's yeah. It's like the most thrilling horseback chase you've ever had. That then turns into like a train heist. Um, yeah. And that shit is really exciting and technically like incredible. But it's like Red Dead it's is, is quietly kind incredible. Kind of. It's 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 a little bit more subtle with its with its um, uh, fidelity because the characters don't look like GTA characters. They look like No, Red no, no, Dead they characters. are better.
0: They are definitely better. Right,
1: no, but but I mean isn't they don't look like the same style. Like if you had put Michael next to like Arthur, like they don't like they clash. Um yeah, and and that's because
0: that, that game came out on PS3.
1: No, no, no. But I mean, like, like even PS5, Michael. Right? Like, you know, you like, you know, like, like the characters still look good in, in Red Dead, but they have a different like stylistic to their textures and that, like, the, even just like the body shape of of and their yeah. f- facial structures. There's a lot more um, style going into I think the Red Dead characters that makes it not feel like a one to one like realism thing that they're going for whereas they're going for yeah like they're going for a stylized west that also happens to be very graphically um like it like its graphic fidelity is also very high um but it's still you know like the the way the sun comes through and like hits the bayou and like the the fireflies you know it's 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 um it's fiction but it's real fiction (laughs) It's like Avatar. Red Dead Red Dead is like Avatar. Whereas you're, really,
0: you're, you're, you're really running roughshod over this, this point that you're making at the end here.
1: Red Dead is like Avatar and um, Grand Theft Auto is like Heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's deeply accurate that I cannot begin to tell you. I, we don't have time for you to tell we me don't anyway. Don't have time. So that's, that's okay.
0: Uh, Jeremy, I have played more of that game since that trailer came out. What? which game red dead yeah oh as yeah, in wait. like four or five hours in the last couple of weeks i have played oh, red dead 2
1: okay because of the trailer yeah I right was like, cool dope i didn't know yeah. this
0: <laughs> I, I know we really haven't spoken it's just been complete like because you know why we did a show hours before the trailer leaked yeah, it leaked, it leaked that like Tuesday early, early yeah, morning for really us. Like the trailer early. was out when I woke up the next day, yes. and I was like, I got on the phone call at work, and they were like, "Oh, I really want to buy Bitcoin right now." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like, oh, the GTA Six trailer leaked. I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I'm literally been awake for five minutes." Yeah, right. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that trailer's mad impressive. Yeah, and uh, really exciting. We, I don't think we're seeing it next year.
1: <laughs> No, they like. What was it? It's twenty twenty five. Um, yeah, we might see it late. Late twenty twenty five. No, no, no. Oh uh, no, I think I think we'll get another trailer late twenty twenty four. Oh, we'll see the
0: game, right? Yeah, but, I, but just we won't have it in our hands.
1: I think like. Honestly, like October, November. Like they like they're gonna hit for the big Christmas push. It's gonna be the best selling game of the year, um, maybe of all time. Um and maybe of all
0: time. the thing is they can release whenever they want and it can be that.
1: Yeah, but they can capitalize. Like they can just think
0: about how rarely GTA five went on sale until it was like seven years old. You know, like if it did, it was like fifteen percent off. Yeah. You know? They can release that game whenever they want to.
1: Yeah, but like they'll get a they'll get a well, they'll, They'll get a multiplier on that if they release it, like, October, November.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I, they released it, it was meant to, GTA Five was meant to release in May and then got pushed to September. Yeah. But yeah, they've said that it's set to release in 2025, that we're not gonna, that it's at least 12 months away and more like 18 to 24 is reasonable, but that that trailer looks like that already is unreasonable. It looks really good.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, it does.
0: Yes. Unreasonably good is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Anyway, that's enough about that.
1: Speaking of unreasonable, um, the Game Awards that <laughs> happened uh, December 4th, um, you can listen to last week's episode to hear our thoughts about that.
0: Yeah, we um, also gave you a lot of it with Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Um, but this year's showing was... Uh, Pitiful. ...very disappointing, and the most worst version of itself than it could possibly have been, I think.
1: So far. Um. Uh and then uh earlier this earlier this week or well, last week, um the the day before releases trailers, releases the game, then delists the game, and then the studio closed down. Um what a fucking mess just what a just what a fucking mess that you've whole you've been thing. following
0: this one all year
1: I've been following this one for years oh years years oh two years oh um and uh, on the same day the ESA officially confirmed that E3 is now dead um yep. we spoke about this a little bit earlier but yeah E3 is now officially not coming back they're not, they're not even gonna try not it's even over. gonna try and that's the year so far. <laughs> Tune in next week. We, we, we've got a couple weeks left for a December surprise. Maybe more court documents can be unprivatized. Nintendo, are like, hey, here's the new Nintendo. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're, man. we're, we're not. Oh, man're not we're not getting that. We're not. We're not getting that this year. We're not. We're, we're going to see that very early next Japanese financial year. Yes. Um, Nintendo have basically already said that. Um, there are a couple of things that happened this year. Um, there's, uh, there's some, some adaptations of games turned into TV shows and movies. I think I want to, sk- I want to cut that. Cause I think I want to talk more about that later. Um, be- when? like, like, like next year. Like I, like I want to talk to that specifically as, oh, a, as a larger okay. topic, I think Okay. Um, yeah. there was some that came out this year. Um, last and, and last- we're
0: looking at plenty to come out next
1: year yeah yeah like fallout and you know obviously more mario movies sonic 3 i think is is coming next year um that knuckles show yeah yeah knuckles is getting a show um and and and, and you know they announced the zelda movie uh like a few months ago as well um so oh, yeah like that we'll, we'll be we're getting a lot more of those very soon yep um hopefully uh josh tranks the shadow of the colossus movie is is well on its way i'm looking forward to that
0: or or Oscar Isaac as
1: snake. I don't think that's gonna happen, dude. I don't like it's it's been long enough.
0: If that doesn't happen, all I need to see is a cosplay. That's all I want.
1: He, like as in him or like just him and I need him
0: in a full outfit, couple of couple of couple of good photos.
1: <laughs> oh no, that was last year. I was gonna say we didn't even include the Halo T V show, but that was last year. Um Season is in February. Very excited to hate watch. Um Finishing up, just a quick, like, how do we feel about the four big players of the year being Microsoft, PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC, <laughs> um, which is kind of just like Epic, Steam, um, NVIDIA. Nvidia. Um, this year for Microsoft. What a weird year, man. What a, what a not very good year. <laughs> like In
0: terms of releases and games... It's been cocoon, kind of. Not not that's just, that's just publishing. Same with Lies of P. Like, great, they got it on Game Pass,
1: cool. Yeah. Personas
0: around, great. You didn't make that.
1: No. Well, like the, they they the Xbox Game Studios worked on Cocoon, right? Like they published that game as opposed to just having a day one. I think that's I don't think sorry. Am I am I misremembering? That's Anna Purna, isn't it? Oh, it might be Anna Purna. Yeah, sorry, I think you're correct there. Yeah, it's Anna <laughs> So so their, their year this year was then Redfall. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, Redfall, Starfield. Minecraft
0: Legends. Yeah. Uh, Age of Empires something,
1: maybe. Oh, a week, A week year in releases. Starfield. Yeah. Forza. Forza. That's the one I was forgetting. Forza. Yeah, everyone did. Yes, which is a fucking shame because <laughs> I was so excited for that game for years.
0: Yeah, I was, it's a ma- it's a major shame.
1: Yeah, yeah, Forza deserves better for how many bangers they've actually put out over the past couple of years. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think they got their flowers for Horizon Five. Yeah, I know, but like, 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 uh, like a new motorsport, right? Like, like it's a different thing, and and bringing that in, being like, hey, like, like we've we've been killing it on the on the Horizon front. Like now, he is the next generation of motorsport, and no one cares about it.
0: Yeah, it, but it, I don't think that's necessarily because, um, like, oh, no one gives Turn Ten their their due. I think, I don't think it's, I think it came out
1: and people didn't feel it was that exciting of an of a release. Well, no, like that, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 a shame that like the first motorsport in forever has realistically not been good. Right. People. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. Like it was not a positive release. Is 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 what I mean. Yeah. Um, And
0: Redfall was such a cluster. Yeah.
1: Redfall was a complete failure.
0: And that's such a shame from Arcane. Um, it was a a a darling studio in the industry. Um,
1: it was the Arcane that usually doesn't make better games than the other one because they've they've got two because there's Leon and the other one. Um,
0: this right. But they really played to outside of their strengths with this. Yes. And Phil Spencer came out as saying, "This is what they wanted to work on. This yep. wasn't a, this wasn't um,
1: was mandated by them at all. It's this was a, no. this, this was the game that they wanted to work on because it was it was uh, they had started to work on it before Microsoft even bought them. This was a Bethesda right. thing. Um,
0: now I have thought about this. What were Bethesda making before they were acquired? Uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. And yeah. Redfall was in development. So what I'm saying there with that is maybe they were under pressure by Zenimax to make service stuff, even if Xbox wasn't pressuring them to do it.
1: So maybe, like, but but there was enough time to cancel the project if they didn't want to make it. Is the thing there was enough I don't to, know like how this came out so bad? Yeah, it, it it's it is not like and like and the 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 post release support was also kind of like we're not going to really do much here. Um, And it came out buggy and didn't perform Mm -hmm. very well. Like it it just kind of came out like not good across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like Xbox have not been focusing on games this year. They have been focusing on getting this court trial in. And so for them, they've had a good year from their perspective because they finally got the deal over the line, no matter what it cost. (laughs) you know between leaked emails and hardware plans and being dragged through the mud and uh like being subpoenaed over and over again and then releasing uh redfall and like and you know those things aren't tangentially they're not directly related but it's their year has been weird as fuck
0: (laughs) And it's and it's it was after another weird year, and then another weird year before that. I don't know what Xbox is doing, aside from buying people. Yeah, they're funding some cool projects in the future, maybe. But every time we think we're going to get something cool, something comes out, and it's and it's not great.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like not to say that all of these projects are doomed. Not to say that all of these studios can't make anything good. And not to say that the people working on these. Projects that are seen as failures didn't try, didn't care. We know there is a human cost to all of this, and there is blood, sweat, tears, energy, effort, excitement. You and, know, and there are some visions. bangers,
1: but it's that there's there's the the small ones have been the ones that have actually made like the, the ones that I look at I go like, yeah, this is great. It's like Pentiment came out and is awesome, and High came out and was quite good, but their big tentpole ones are the ones that are collapsing under the under whatever yeah. weight of the size of the project they're trying to make. it's
0: And like, same with Starfield, right? Like, Starfield was a success in some metrics, but when you look at what Skyrim does, what Fallout does, I'm sure they actually consider it to be something of a failure. Yeah. And it, I'm, it, you know, it's, it's new IP. It was probably a risk that...
1: It's not reached the the level that they wanted it to reach. Um, neither is Halo Infinite. Um, Forza has not either.
0: Apparently, um, Infinite's making something of a comeback finally, two years later hearing buzz
1: okay well we'll see um it it's it they've got a bunch of just awkward things and it's it's the same thing that we've said for years now it's like what's coming is exciting but it's like i don't know when that is Yeah. like like obsidian seem to be the ones that are like doing the best work over there between grounded and pentiment and avowed is coming out next year and they've Greenlit a sequel to the um, Outer Worlds, which is, you know, I didn't expect that or like really ask for that. But if they want to do something cooler than what they did in the past, then like you've got my trust. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't believe that. I can't believe Obsidian seemed to be doing the most interesting things there between them and I guess the Sea of Thieves people. Rare. Yeah. So weird. So fucking strange.
0: Hellblade still doesn't have a date. playstation i want here. them to
1: succeed yeah and like i don't They they've got so much money that eventually they probably will get there it's just taking for fucking ever
0: yeah like sit down and i think they will do this because i think i think they're all a little rocked by what happened with activision i want them to sit down and fucking clean house and get your house in order like not to say like like kill studios to say like actually support them yeah. help these games be worth your time and money and our time and money like yeah. what are we here for
1: guys yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird it, it is really weird and it's kind of like the steam playbook where like steam valve just didn't have to make games for a long time because they owned the store it feels kind of game like-
0: pass is good enough
1: right yeah yeah uh anyway PlayStation. Speaking of weird. Speaking of really weird. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: So PlayStation, I don't think they got like worse than they were last year, but I think they continued along the same weird path that they started really walking down last year with their bizarre choices when it came to their PS Plus revamp and their bizarre choices of uh, hardware announcements and costings. Yeah. It just, they just kind of, we just saw the continuation of that.
1: Yes. And it's felt uh, reactive. Mm. Um, And a lot of the decisions have not felt like that they have made the decisions because they think that this is going to be really awesome. But they've made the decisions because like, well, we have to. (laughs) Yeah. And that doesn't make any fucking sense because they don't have to. Nope. They need to do better, but they don't have to make the decisions that they've made. Um, you know, they sure released the last of us part one again this year. Yeah.
0: Um, to, to hilarious results on PC.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, you know, Spider-Man was, it was a success for them. Um, it, like in no uncertain terms, um, Final Fantasy 16, while not a game that they made, it has been successful for them
0: yeah not square but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah not square um I, I don't know how they feel about psvr2 i'm sure they're not ha- thrilled about it yeah um but like i don't know what they what their game plan is for that yet because it feels like that they've barely done anything with it they sort of just put it out like have they fully executed on their plan for that piece of hardware yet um Phil Spitzer leaving, I'm sure, has sort of got him in a little bit of a state of like, okay, sorry, Phil Spitzer, um, Jim Ryan leaving mm-hmm. at the end, uh, next year has probably got them in a state of like, okay, well, let's maybe just sort of put everything on the brakes. Maybe that's why they brought out the portal and just like, they've just sort of done headphones and it's just like, okay, let's just sort of see what's going on here because they don't know who the next guy is going to be yet. And so maybe they're not like, they don't want to get a project greenlit only for it to be cancelled by the new guy or they want to pitch the new person something that maybe jim wouldn't have immediately approved or who knows like jeremy
0: i'm on playstation's website uh for playstation studios specifically Uh and they've got a new releases and upcoming games and it looks like it goes from most recent to least recent i'm gonna stop reading game names when I get to last year, okay? okay. So we've got Marvel, Marvel Spider Man 2, most recent, October 20th. We've got uh, MLB The Show 23. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's it. it. I didn't. Oh. Next one after that is God of War Ragnarok, Last of Us Part 1, Gran Turismo, Horizon Forbidden West, and then the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. Mm. Two of those new releases and upcoming games are Naughty Dog re releases, both of which came out last year and they're getting another one in the month
1: and they they just brought out DLC for God of War Ragnarok and they brought out DLC for Horizon um, Forbidden West as well early this year so it's not like that's yes. been like, like like that's something um yes
0: you're right but it's and been final fantasy console exclusive did also get DLC third party that's great
1: yeah um but it's been light um very light this year and you know obviously now naughty dog is sort of going to we're not going to see them I think for a little bit now um after yeah. the last of us part 2 um whatever the fuck it's called um that's it yeah yeah we're not gonna see them for a while because now they need to sort of get back on track with everything um hopefully everybody's
0: remaking their games
1: hopefully everybody that's working there will continue working there um you know we know they're gonna make a ghost of tsushima 2 we might see that next year announced um yeah i'm sure insomniac have got i mean they've got the wolverine obviously next and probably a venom game following after that um uh, there'll be a third horizon at some point, but we're not going to see that for a few years.
0: Yeah, we know Corey Barlog's working on something at Santa Monica.
1: Yeah. Um, and like the days gone, people are probably working on something. Um, and they've got some of their smaller studios, like Team Osobi, are probably working on something, and we'll see whatever Gen Design is working on at some point. But like it's
0: House Mark and Blue Point, they're yeah, cooking something.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Blue Point we'll probably see quite soon because it's been since the three years yeah it's it it, hopefully soon we'll see them yeah um so like it's kind of just been an off year but also i think it's been an off year with like their head honcho on the way out like they're probably just waiting to see what happens next
0: yeah and i think they're also everyone's sort of recalibrating a bit coming into this year um you know we're seeing releases we're seeing people returning to studios we're seeing a normalcy and market, not in funding, which is leading to all these redundancies, but um, yeah, it's been a really weird year for them, especially when you consider that, like, we saw a couple of presentations from them this year, and we saw nearly none of this stuff in terms of, like, single-player stuff that we've grown to love from them. We've seen, we saw stuff for Spider-Man 2, but then it was an overwhelming amount of, like, cinematic releases for games that we haven't heard of before, new IPs or more, or more than half of them live service games, we know they've got to focus on that now, so we're looking at Concord looking at Marathon, looking at fair games from Jade Raymond's new studio, and I'm excited for none of those yep. I have faith in none of them, mm. I have no faith in Sony to support them even if they've got something promising, but it needs a bit of TLC and we're left without anything else to really look forward to past that like all yeah. of these things that you've said they're all hypothetical they're all well not hypothetical but they're all unconfirmed they're all um sort of looking at the tea, reading the tea leaves it's all forecasting it's not us looking at what they've shown us and mm. we know they can we, there's there's some of the best games of the last 5 years are PlayStation 5 exclusive like Returnal and and uh and Ratchet and Clank Rift apart. Like they've got something here, and I just don't understand why. It feels like I just want them to let their studios cook. Yeah. And and like and And, and maybe they are. Maybe that's why we're not hearing anything, because they need more time.
1: Ho- hopefully. Um and like they've got good IP that they that they can always lean on, and yeah. they should be leaning on that. Like, give me another Reaperscape for goodness fucking sakes. But like the like like it's also like it's worth pointing out as well that they've like the other side of what Sony's doing is like, like Marathon is also not looking very good Um, uh, from Bungie, which is like, you know, not a thing. Yeah. It's because Bungie's not looking very good. Totally. But like, like this is going to be a thing that, that Sony really want to work and like, they need to, they need to do something there. Um, It's, it's awkward. Um, The upcoming game from Sony that I am most looking forward to um, is called Death Stranding 2.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Which last we heard was literally more than 12 months ago at the last Game Awards.
1: Yeah. Yep. And the movie that they're making.
0: (laughs) What? Death Stranding movie?
1: Yeah.
0: I keep forgetting that's happening.
1: Yeah, it, it was like shown off like well, not sure enough, but it, like A24 is partnering with it.
0: That's right. They did an announcement. That's yep. right. Yeah. Forgot that.
1: So that's PlayStation. <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, also don't forget, price increases on the hardware and
1: on the subscription service. Oh my God. The The thing that breaks my brain is the amount of sales that go on for PlayStation Plus now and it just gets brought down to the full price of what it used to be. Uh-huh.
0: Gabbo. <sighs> Gabbage. Nintendo think my favorite company from this year mm. in terms of those big ones it's not ubisoft or ea no i mean they're all gigantic companies so it's like who the hell cares yeah yeah
1: there's, there's no favorite companies but they have had the best showing this year that like they've had like an all-time showing this year
0: yeah i mean it's not every decade you get to release a sequel to the breath of the wild <laughs> um and it'd be as good if not better than the first one uh but also they've they've continued to show support for their their system and their ecosystem. Um we were we, we said this before at the end of their last direct, which was in September ish, uh where it felt like the Swan song for the Switch. Yeah. We, were, we were looking forward to Mario Wonder and WarriorWare, whatever it was called, and then a bit like hmm a few sort of quiet things. Remakes of GBA games and a Princess Peach spinoff, like not bad that they're coming. Uh, Like still, you can get excited about those. They'll probably be too much for what they what you're getting, but um, like cost too much. But you know, that's cool. That's fun. There's stuff there, and uh, Thousand Year Door remake. That's fun. Super Mario RPG that came out. People really liked it because they really like that game. Cool. No no real losses here, no real um
1: failures, no real misses. Like like they've had games that didn't hit. because um, they released a lot of games this year, but like overall it's been incredibly solid. Like
0: a very positive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like Metroid Prime, Mario Kart, Booster Course, Legend of Zelda, Mario Wonder, Mario RPG, uh Pikmin 4, Pikmin 4 Everybody want to Switch. Um, <laughs> sorry, couldn't help myself. WarriorWare. Um, WarriorWare. Warrior they've been putting out bangers uh, evenly throughout the year, which is really hard to do. And they've mm-hmm. got a handful more and that'll be it for the Switch. That's pretty fucking good.
0: Very good. A v- an excellent system it'll be very fascinating to see what happens in the next one when a whether the whether whatever they bring out next um fails or succeeds um <laughs> there's no guarantee with Nintendo uh also how much it integrates like backwards compatibility you oh know, it's, it's, some. it's it's going to be backwards compatible but then also well, like, we know it's got, like, we
1: know it's backwards compatible because what they were showing in behind closed doors was Breath of the Wild right so, yeah, I I, uh,
0: it's exciting whatever they decide to come out with next. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I can't put any faith in anything until I see it from them. Basically, yeah,
1: I know, I know what you mean. The sequel to the Wii is such a surefire hit. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, exactly. What we'll you call it the Wii. U. Yeah, and finally, PC. Um, it's been a funny year for PC, I think, because. Valve are now focusing on <laughs> handheld hardware.
0: They it- also released a game this year, don't forget.
1: Valve released a game this year? Counter Strike 2. Oh my god, I forgot about Counter Strike Two. Um yeah, they did that. It's and it's maybe not, not as good as <laughs> CSGO yet. Um Do people like Counter Strike. Too. I think that, like, it's interesting, but like, it's also, they definitely shut down Counter-Strike Go, and so everybody yeah. got very, rightfully so, upset about that. Um, meanwhile, Epic have been in court more than anything else, trying to prove that everybody but them is a monopoly, um, uh-huh. which is which is fascinating. Um, and also, just letting go of a, 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 a huge percentage of their staff. Um, and Steam are just kind of Chugging along in their own weird way, like I'm really excited for that. Like, is the is the Steam Deck OLED to you a thing that is interesting to you? I know you're still not huge on thinger, but like, it's still expensive. Oh, but it's not though.
0: Yeah, it is, Jeremy. Because oh. remember, I don't want to pick up my Switch.
1: Yeah, but imagine if it could fucking play Elden Ring. You <laughs> could play Elden Ring.
0: Play it, play it where? On the couch? Guess what? Wherever. You play it wherever you want. You play it on
1: the train. Jeremy, you know
0: I mean? oh. do you know the last time I got on the train was? I think it was with you, you, you coming home from a birthday party. That was the last time I was on a train. You could
1: go on a train just to play Elden Ring. <laughs> it's not illegal. You know,
0: I, I don't think I would, though. Oh. I don't think I would pay 8 to 10 to $1,200 Without warranty, just for the privilege. No, you
1: you get warranty. Not you,
0: official warranty. You get Kogan warranty.
1: Yeah, they replace it. That's that's warranty. That's the best no, you're gonna yeah. get. That's not bad. Yeah, uh,
0: but still, it's too much money for an experience. I would just prefer to have at home. No, <sighs> oh. it's just not my bag, baby. Oh man,
1: you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get in there. It's going to be there. I don't fu- think I
0: do. It's going to be the I future. I picked up an ally at, at PAX. And I'm like, oh, this is cool.
1: And I forgot about it. I can't stop thinking about a Steam Deck ever since I picked one up. I don't think I needed it until I picked one up. And that was it. Jeremy, there's. Like, what I'm feeling right now is
0: like, well, I could play games in, in my study where I sit right now. How am I going to do that? While well, I was sitting at my desk, I could play stuff on my computer. I don't need a Steam Deck. I could play stuff on the couch. That would be fun. Uh, Oh, wait, hang on. All my consoles and my projector are there. I don't need a Steam Deck for that. Mm. I could play something in bed. Actually, I don't really want to play games in bed because then I'll never go to sleep when I go to bed, uh, which I already struggle with on its own. Anyway, if anything, I just want to watch videos when I'm in bed. How can I do that? YouTube on the Switch. I don't need a Steam Deck.
1: But have you considered laying horizontally and playing Elden Ring like this?
0: I don't want that. Oh. it's heavy. Like the Switch is annoying enough, and it's and the Steam Deck is much heavier than it. Yeah, but it's not like it's not
1: like it's not like effort to hold it up. Not, I find like, I find like, playing
0: games handheld in bed actually uncomfortable.
1: I don't understand at all. It's like my I second like favorite, it. second favorite place to play.
0: But I'm constantly <laughs> shifting. Because like I'm either on my shoulder and then I've got like headphones on and and like but that like is then against the pillow so that doesn't work so I've got my head like that so I've got to hold this up a little bit or then I'm on my back but I don't have like like the pillows behind me to like sit up properly so I'm like kind of lying down so I'm kind of holding it and it's like and then I'm like oh this sucks and so then I roll over again and then it's the same problem and like
1: <laughs>
0: like I'm thinking about the answers to your questions as you ask them like it's really not.
1: that's the future
0: it's the one time i love playing in bed was when uh sam was using this room for for some work and i wanted to keep playing and we didn't have the projector ready so i took one of my desk monitors and a power board and i plugged it in beside the bed with the playstation and i and i sat up and i got all the pillows right and I put my screen on the bed and it, like, wobbled because it's just on the mattress. And I'm like, oh, it needs more firm. So I put, I, like, I like, I I pulled up the doona and put the monitor on just, like, the sheet on the bed. And then I sort of, like, tucked the doona in around it so it didn't cover the screen. <laughs> did you ever... And that was an excellent four hours four years ago.
1: Do you ever not, like, lay the switch sideways on a pillow and then you just have the two joy-cons disconnected and your arms are just like this i've never been able to get a get the get the screen
0: set up like that and again if i'm in bed i'm sam's in bed asleep so i need headphones and then the headphones are on or in my ears in which case lying sideways is not comfortable
1: oh, but they, they patched in bluetooth at some point so you can just use your earbuds <laughs>
0: Jeremy, I don't have Bluetooth earbuds.
1: Yeah, but they patched it in for you. They patched in Bluetooth. Remember when they fucking did that? Anyway. Yeah, um, that was fucking wild. That was so wild. Uh, one prediction for next year, and then we're wrapping it up. Um, I've got I've got one for you if please, you want some time to think. Please start. Jeff Keeley purchases E3, the IP, and then <laughs> that's so what he's the showing. E3 is an IP but go on. He purchases the name E3 <laughs> to finally complete his collection. I hate that. Yeah. I, he doesn't want it, but like, fuck, it would be funny if he bought it.
0: I think he'd love the contrarianness of it because he, <laughs> he, he, something went bad on, on with his dealings with E3.
1: Yeah, he's openly talked shit about E3 in the past. Yeah. He He spoke earlier this year and said the phrase E3 killed itself.
0: Yeah, I think he would happily buy it to it.
1: not do anything with it.
0: Yeah, but I think it might be too expensive for him.
1: Maybe, unless the ESA are like, we're not going to use it. So like a bit of money is a bit of money. Yeah, but they're not going to hand it off. No.
0: They know what they've got. Um, Okay, one announcement from, one, one news item from me. Oh... New Pokemon Legends game.
1: Oh, God, I hope not. Launch
0: title with the Switch.
1: God, I hope not.
0: Pokemon animating at more than 30 frames per second.
1: No, they'll just make it look worse and run worse. Like, they'll just... (laughs) New hardware doesn't mean anything to them.
0: I was just thinking, like, what's, what's like, relatively certain? We know we're going to get Pokemon. We know we're going to get something Pokemon because we're just getting the DLC for Scarlet Violet. They'll give us something. And I don't think it'll be a mainline game. I think we'll get a new Legends title.
1: Black and White Remastered. People like those games.
0: Yeah, but no one likes Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl.
1: Yeah, but that's because they fucking made it worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's why I went But
1: that wasn't made by by Game Freak.
0: Yeah, who do you think they're going to get to do Black and White Remastered? Game Freak. Game Freak are too busy making Legends and Gen Ten I, I th- badly. I, I don't think they're to, making legends. to give you black and white. I,
1: I think I think Legends is is not being made anymore.
0: Don't break my heart like that, Jeremy. It's no, that's not funny.
1: But in in like the way that they probably should make another one. Like I think that was that-
0: their most positive positively received Pokemon game out of their last three releases.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they could just remake the old ones, but worse so much easier legends than... arceus remastered <laughs> switch 2 um you saw the state of the fucking detective Pikachu game like they're not they aren't in the market of making high quality content um yeah they should be though yeah they really should be uh i can see i could weirdly enough see metroid prime rem- 1 and 2 sorry 2 and 3 remastered dropping at the same time It's like a double pack, two and three, you said. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'd Wait. take that. That would be fun. Yeah, it would also ameliorate some of the problems with two and three because neither of them are called masterpieces, whereas yeah. one just is. Yeah. Um. Or like if they if they do maybe they maybe they shadow drop two and they say three is coming out in three months. I think if they keep the cadence of like, like I expect we'll probably see. Prime Two at the February February Direct. Um, if they keep that cadence, so that means we're not seeing Prime Four for another two years, and that seems like too long. I like, like actually too long. I know, I know, development restarted, but like that was actually two years ago, maybe yeah. more now. Yeah, right. Um, so I think it's, I, I, yeah, if they want to get all of the remasters out before Four, they got to speed it up a little bit. <laughs> Or the game's not great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who the fuck knows? No, they should make us. a sequel to Dread.
0: Oh my god, they should. That's what I'm doing in January. I'm playing Dread. Yes, 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 yes. Guaranteed. Probably not in bed though. No, no, <laughs> uh, no bed dread. <laughs> no, no, no Metroid bed dread. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it to the end of this podcast, um, wow. Thank you. I don't know how we did, but the fact that you did, that's amazing. Is a doozy. Uh, we probably could have split this second half into three halves and had th- three breaks and four quarters of this show. Well, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have more than two halves, Jeremy, because then you're dealing with one and
1: a half three podcasts.
0: quarters ep- of an episode, yeah. although you could argue that this is more than one episode. Hey, we're going to go now. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Minimap Cast. You could go to our website, minimap.com.au, for everything else Minimap related. Thank you so much for listening. You could follow the Minimap account on social media at MinimapAU. You could follow us individually as well. Uh, me, Kerry, I'm at KJ Palmer underscore 24 on Twitter, or just without the underscore 24 on Blue Sky. Jeremy, where are you on the places?
1: Uh at Obi Wan Jazz, everywhere that isn't Blue Sky, with blue sky being jeremy.minimap.com.au Uh and yeah, like I said way later in the show that I meant to, uh, go check
0: out Jeremy's year recap if you're if you're not if you're not recapped out, go check out Jeremy's year recap uh article up on Kotaku. That's Kotaku. Yes, Kotaku. Jeremy's article on Kotaku. Kotaku with a K. So they, so they say. Two Ks, and uh, yeah, go read that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great read. It's very fun, very lighthearted, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's called
1: a, to Good Games" and more good video game websites.
0: There you go. I'm very proud of you, Jeremy, for for doing that. That's Thanks. an amazing little thing.
1: I appreciate David for writing a better headline than what I sent him. <laughs> what was your headline? Ah, oh, mine was like. Uh, uh Jer- Jer- Jeremy's twenty twenty three list of video game things <laughs> or something. I, I, I wrote the headline at two AM. Like I I didn't neat. have I didn't have I didn't have a good thing and I just sent it and I was like look he'll either change it or leave it.
0: Neat, neat, neat. <laughs> uh
1: for those of you that are live with us on
0: Twitch, um look you can stick around. I have no idea if we're gonna do a post show or not, cause it's one AM. Um uh, for those of you listening to, to this later, hopefully it's not one AM. Um please give us those ratings though, if you enjoyed the show. If you made it all this way, you clearly got something out of it. So again, thank you for being here. If you've got the time, please give the show a rating, positively. Um, <laughs> uh, keep in mind, everyone, we will be getting uh, some Game of the Year topic content out soon. Probably not live next Monday because that's Christmas Day. will either be beforehand or afterwards. Stay tuned to our socials or our Discord to... Uh, notified and be in the know of that it'll be out uh for streaming podcast streaming youtube sometime next week uh and uh yeah lastly if you wanted to support us to do this um late into the night like we do <laughs> <laughs> you could do that by heading on over to patreon.com minimap au and for five australian bucks you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the minimap cast hey if you're feeling nostalgic for e3 we're going to We have done, and we are going to do more uh, watch-alongs of old E3 conferences. It's a really fun time. Uh, It helps us out a great bunch too. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to go, and uh, always remember, everybody, no matter how recently you think you've done it, always wash your drink bottles.
1: Wise words. (laughs)